Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rob and Akiva need a podcast. And they need your help. Can you make it onto the wheel? Rob and Akiva need a podcast. Yeah, they'll buy themselves your ideas. They'll talk about it till you've got it. You'll feel every week. Yeah, that's right. Robin Akiva need a podcast, episode number 103. And we are back with a a great episode here for you today. One that's been on the wheel for a while. We're talking about the freakiest freak. And now here's a man who I think that uh, very few people would consider him in contention for the freakiest freak. But here he is, the host of not one, not two, but three different podcast empires. Here is the great Uncle Kiwi, Akiva Wienaker. Yeah, I don't think anybody would say I'm a freak. Yeah, yes, I know. Definitely You're- not the freakiest freak of all time, <laughs> which is what we're determining today. <laughs> yes, not yes, the running. Yes, uh, I was listening to you on one of your other podcasts this week, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. you were very, very uncomfortable about uh, even discussing the topic of ad- adult relations. Yeah, it was it was a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I know that from you, from even t- doing the Seinfeld podcast more so than this podcast. I, it depends on like the situation. Maybe you have to start drinking before before those episodes. Honestly, mm-hmm. yes, okay. But a man who is able to talk about any subject matter and do it with ease is here. Of course, that he is the host of his own amazing podcast. The Purple Pants Podcast. He is not just a podcaster, but also a musician, a fashion model I've even seen, and an all-around complete artist. Here he is, the man who this episode was crafted for, the freakiest freak, Mr. Bryce Isaiah. Man. Hey. Oh, I get the theme song, too. Oh. Yeah. Yes. What 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 a talent, Bryce, because not just a podcaster, not just a musician, a musical artist, uh, but I also learned that a actor, a star of the film, Stealing a Survivor, starring a fellow Philly native Jervis Peterson. Yes, 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 yes. Come on. I didn't stole the show. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, add that to my IDMBTQSR. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bryce, how are you? I am amazing. I'm so excited to be here with Robert. And hold on, wait, let me clear my voice. <clears throat> and Uncle Kitty. Okay. <laughs> we yes. in here. 
I'm excited. I am more honored that it finally came up on the wheel. Um, I.e., Uncle Kiwi, you can cash at me my hundred dollars that I sent you a long time ago that said just make it pop up. And you was like, I'll do my best. But, you know, <laughs> I'm just glad that it's here. But I just want to just start by preferencing this that, yes, the freakiest freak, and this is for you, Robert, because I know you you have some contention about, like, I don't want to just talk about, you know, sexual deviance. Yeah, so, <laughs> that was I my just, concern. Exactly what he yeah. said. I'm, <laughs> yes. I just want to say that although somebody that is the freakiest freak, yes, they can have a, a sexual demon that lives within them. Mm-hmm. But for me, the the definition of the freakiest freak is someone that is unapologetically unconventionally them that's a lot of lees but <laughs> they're just themselves and they live in it and so for me that's really what uh the freakiest freak yes. is they let their freak flag fly <laughs> yes okay okay got it bryce i or am... they let it or <laughs> yes they let it lay, they let it hang low. Hang low. How, whatever whatever way it works. <laughs> okay. Bryce, I'm looking at your pictures from pumpkin carving on oh. uh Facebook. Uh what what pumpkins did you carve? Uh I carved a a skeleton and I, I carved it with Miss Barb and I was trying to explain to my mom because I got like the the part the the pumpkin stencils and they level it by pumpkins like four pumpkins equals hard uh one pumpkin equals easy and so i'm like mom you should probably just go with one that's like one pumpkin She's like, well why do i have to go with one pumpkin because i'm like bitch you're not gonna be able to do a four pumpkin <laughs> so my mom picked a four pumpkin one and i don't even know what the hell it is like i'm looking at it and i'm like girl it looks like i don't know yeah i'm trying to figure out what the is is that the one that's all the way to is it a humpback whale i try- <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Kiwi, I'm not going, I'm not screaming this whole podcast. I, it, listen, it, it was supposed to be a peace sign. Now you make that peace make sign. sense. Oh, okay. No, uh, yes. right, no okay. No, I see that one. I see that one. Uh, I'm looking at the one that's all the way to the left in the picture. <laughs> no, well, that was my sister. That was a cat. I, a listen, cat? I don't, okay. That, yeah, listen. <laughs> I don't know what, what type of cat that is, but I hope I, with the type of the caterpillar, yeah. the caterpillars that's in Virginia, I don't even want to know what type of cat that is. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like the humpback whale better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, hers, your your mom's is better than your sister's, though. The peace sign is, is better than the cat. Although I think she did it upside I, down, Bryce. It is not I a mean, real peace sign. That's true. I, listen, it looked like a tulip that fell off for me. <laughs> uh, but no, because my mom got confused. So. Again, because we're a competitive family. So I wanted to give them the tools and show them what to do. And we were going to have my stepdad uh, judge us. So I showed them what to do, like showed them how to draw it. And then I did my own thing. But I think my mom got confused when she started tracing because it is somewhat confusing of like which parts when you chase, trace, like which parts you cut out that actually cut out and don't get don't get cut out so me yeah i think barb's I think is salvageable mid- i think she just said that i think she yeah. needs to cut another circle around where the yeah. peace sign is but very she visual just need to get another pumpkin okay yeah <laughs> take two okay yes. all right so we're going to talk about the freakiest freak here and so bryce can you tell us how we're going to go through this list 
Um, I mean, so I believe the list. I came up with some freakiest freaks. You know, the, the Twitter family came up with some freakiest freaks. The Renat family came up with some freakiest freaks. And I think that we have categorized them by, uh, I think, history, by mm-hmm. television. Uh, I don't want to say social media. Uh, what's the other one that's in my head? Or I guess I could look at the sheet. I think re- or, reality uh, TV, right? Reality TV, yes. So, we have, it's like more rea- one's reality TV, one celebrities, like you said, history, and then fictional is the other one. Yes. Okay, fictional freaks. Now, fictional freaks. Oh. Bryce, oh. on the Purple Pants podcast, I know that you also give a Freak of the Week award every single week yes. to the freakiest freak of each week that goes by. I try to keep it current. Yes, last week was Stephanie Gonzalez from Ghost Island. Why? What'd she, she do? Was- she was, she took a photo underwater snorkeling with a crab and it just, you know, came off very freakish to me. So, you know, shout out to her, Freak of the Week. Yeah. I don't know, you know, I don't know who's going to be this week, but mm-hmm. I stay scrolling to see. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So where will we start with this list? Um, I'm gonna let Uncle like listen. I'm a guest here, so I'm gonna let Uncle Kiwi direct me <laughs> as to what bracket he wants to start at because I'm game for any of them. Okay, fine. So let's start with um, let's start with Region Three, the fictional freaks. Oh, and we'll get to history later because some people aren't history buffs, you know. So we might we might put them to sleep if we start talking about the 1200s to start. Even though I do think some of those are are maybe. You know, that the winner could come out of that region for sure. Yeah. But I'm not sure we should start there. So maybe we start with uh, yeah, w- with some Game of Thrones action or something. Yeah. Once, oh. once we get the audience warmed up, they'll go wherever we want. But we got to, you know, so we got we got to like uh, ease them into this. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's an old uh, hockey trick. You can't you can't start with the most boring one. <laughs> oh. The hockey. Is that yeah. like a wheelbarrow or no? What's it, a fly trip? A fly trap? Yeah, well, we got to trap them. We do have to fly trap the listeners (laughs) in some weeks. That's true. See, I know a little bit about sports, Kiva. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we we got Rob into the NBA this year, Bryce. I don't know if you know. What a game last night. Uh, Big Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. By the time this is, uh, the the series might be over by the time you're listening to this. But uh, great, uh, (laughs) great game five. Yes. Rob, should we start with uh, some Game of Thrones action? Cersei and Jamie Lass- Lannister versus someone I'm not familiar with called Lunette. Oh, okay. Uncle Kiwi, you don't uh, know who Lunette is? No, Rob, do you know who Lunette is? What is she from? The big comfy couch. Okay, well, I'd love to hear more about this couch. <laughs> well, first, when I, I this was one from the the Twitter realm. Now, first when I saw the name, I thought it was like Lunel, the the black comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm assuming y'all probably don't know who that is either, because um, she could be up here. But Lou uh, Lunette is somebody that lives on the big comfy couch, and I want to say that she is clown esque. She is a a young clown. Um, she was on PBS, and she's got a dog. I remember that. Um, but what strikes her that I remember the most because I was not a child when this came on because I um you know I'm on the I'm still young I'm the youngest person on this podcast. Yeah, so yes, my by far. Ooh, what a flex. <laughs> you know, my realm is more like you know Baby Shark. That's my error. Mm-hmm. But um, I just remember Lunel Lu. Lunette, I'm already messing up her yeah, name. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm trying right to Google now. this. 
the big comfy couch. I come on, Robert. I've L- heard Lunette, the big comfy couch. Lunette, comfy, Lunette. Yeah, Lunette from the big comfy couch. Okay. What I remember was that when we were learning how to tell time, that she had like a clock on the ground and she would get on the ground and her, she would use her limbs as the time. And she was like very flexible. So I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're just telling time over there. But that for me was the first thing that popped into my mind for, I don't know why I want to call her Lunel, but it's Lunette. Lunette. And she's a clown, and she's on the big comfy couch, and then she also can be a timepiece, and she's very flexible. Yes. Okay. That's my take on it. Try to paint the picture for her <laughs> fellow people like Uncle Kiwi and I, who don't really know. Yeah. Uh, you the wanna, listeners are going to have to Google Lunette when they're talking. Here, Lunette has an Uncle Chester. Does yes. that make her freakier? <laughs> that she's oh. known to Chester or not? No, she has an uncle named Chester. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. All right, so uh, here's a little bit of Lunette and talking about the the clock stretch. Okay, let's see if maybe this gives us some insight. Do you ever roll around on the floor like me? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so she, yeah, Bryce, I see what you're saying now. She does have yes. her. Okay, so she does have a leg. I don't even know how, she, how they do this. That uh, when when her leg is at. So let me let me paint the picture for the audience here. Her head is at. 12 o'clock, but <laughs> her, she gets her left leg at 1 o'clock Listen. while her right leg is at 6 o'clock. Now, she's got her left leg down at 6 o'clock, but she's able to get her both legs up at 12 o'clock now while right. her head is at 12 o'clock. And then she's able to get, go completely with head at 12 o'clock <laughs> Legs hitting every number on the clock. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. This is a children's show also we're talking Listen, about. This is where you want to go- start the Freakiest Freak. Yes. <laughs> okay. Goals <laughs> in my book, okay? Lunel, Lunette is goals, okay? Because if my head is at 12 o'clock, I, the, I can only get my feet to, to, to three and nine. That's it. That's all I can do. But, yeah. Okay, now uh, she has her head at six o'clock. Uh, oh, yes, but uh, she has gone into like a uh, downward dog position on the clock. So you better namaste. Yeah. Come on, namaste. Yes, Lunette. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Another thing that I remember uh, that not from my childhood, but I remember watching. You know on youtube uh was she throughout the the tv show or the day she would make a mess and maybe this is something that in the sesternino house y'all could uh pick up but whenever she would make a mess she would go into like 10 second tidy uh but literally they would have the camera on time lapse and she would just like clean up the whole house and it'd be done and then she would just like flop down on the couch like oh, I'm tired like girl you ain't cleaning that big old comfy couch in 10 seconds stop playing with us mm-hmm. okay and she lives on the couch too right that's her house the couch so I mean I she, that, that, the couch is in a house mm-hmm. but we only is she ever a couch really surfer see... is it somebody else's house <laughs> That uh, that some somehow that somebody is letting her stay on the couch for some reason. 
she could be subletting the couch. I, I mean, I think she might have filmed it on Airbnb and could possibly be renting it out in today's yeah. term. Or, There's, I mean, in, in all honesty, she could be a squatter. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just saying. I don't know if she's a squatter, but I think that there's some, there's somebody that's like going to work and paying the bills and that uh, she's worked out an arrangement to sleep on the couch. I mean, listen. Or stay on the so, couch. Yeah. Or stay. Yes. Or something. And yeah, I think she had a dog, but I can't really remember because, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't born then. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> Akiva, to me, this was the 90s. it started. Okay. So 2006. I, you know, I, it's one of these shows I've heard of, but I, I, I couldn't really place it. I, I never had kids watch it, but I guess it was over by the time my kids were of TVH. Her catchphrase is pickle juice, Bryce. Do you know what that means? <laughs> I think that that's like uh, when she makes like when she if she makes a mess or she trips or she does something wrong, then it's like pickle juice. Should you think we should pick that up? Should that be we we were looking for a catchphrase? Yeah, uh, I think we have better than that. But on the sidebar, I actually really as a child, I used to drink pickle juice. (laughs) Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. I mean, they say it's high in sodium, but I think it was good. <laughs> Rob, would you ever eat drink pickle juice? You know, I will put a little bit, like if I'm making uh, tuna salad, I'll, I'll put ah. I'll put a little bit in there. But I never had it straight. Now, highly off topic, mm-hmm. pardon, but you know, in the South, they will uh, like with like the the I I don't want to say like the dill pickles, but like the rather big pickles that you can like get mm-hmm. out of the barrel for like ninety nine cents. You know, some people put Kool Aid on it. Whoa! And then oh, they, wow. like, they and then they eat the pickle. I've never tried it, but I mean, it's a thing down south, so I'm sure some of your listeners have heard it. But I always wanted to try it. Hmm. That sounds it sounds like something I try once. I'm not sure I'd like it, but I'd be willing to give it a whirl. It's like sweet and sour, you know, or the mm-hmm. sweet and the. But yeah, a specific Kool Aid flavor you think works best on the pickles? So I mean, I don't see I, me. I probably would go for like the not the grape, but the blue packet, the blue packet mm-hmm. that is the cherry blast. I mm-hmm. think that that probably would be delicious. All right, well, we're gonna, we're gonna try it. Yeah, um, <laughs> Rob Lunette is facing Cersei and Jamie, a two okay. for one oh, deal. Yeah, well, let's hear about the Lannisters. That uh, what what clock stretches can they do? <laughs> Ooh. Bryce, First are you a Game all, of Thrones fan? Yeah, were you? Uncle Kiwi, don't Uncle Kiwi, <laughs> don't even do me like that, okay? Mm-hmm. I am Daenerys, starborn Sesternino. Okay, <laughs> you are. <laughs> yes, we're adopting you too. Y- yes, <laughs> but I would love if that. we are talking talking clock world, Lunette's clock. Would definitely be I don't even, y'all y'all know I, my vocabulary is all I know is if Lunette's clock is the the clock that go tick 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 tock, uh, the Lannister clock is definitely the analog clock. It's they, they're definitely on the digital clock. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, um, <laughs> and I mean, what else? Do, I mean, I don't know what that means, I, I, but uh, uh, we'll go with that. <laughs> don't do it, <laughs> but. <laughs> I just feel like yeah. so I love Lunette uh but I don't even feel like 
we need to even go into the Lannisters. I feel like the Lannisters alone on their name make it to the next bracket. Okay. Yeah. I, like that well, that's just how I'm feeling. Let's just give the background for anybody for whatever reason who's not a Game of Thrones person that uh Jamie and Cersei, they are twins, uh, but they are oh. twins with benefits, I think as they oh, like no. to say. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't know that they were twins. Yes. Oh, yes. that's the, Cersei is the uh-oh. older twin, I believe. Hopefully, we're not going to get uh, 10 million tweets about this if I uh, <laughs> get this wrong. And yes, they are, they were twins. They were in the womb, and they've been together ever since. <laughs> yes, they've got children together. They've caused war together yes. over their love. Yes. And... You know, by the final season, they just didn't care no more. Okay. They were unapologetically loving their love mm-hmm. for each other. Yes. Yes. Okay. You, as much as uh, Lunette's uh, clock stretch <laughs> <laughs> can be probably remembered fondly by some people, I, I do think the Lannisters have it. I would concur. What do you think? Yeah, this, Uncle is, this is a blowout. By the yeah. way, l- let me just take down uh, one second here to thank. Um, our our our, helpy, our helpful researchers, Megan the Librarian, who really spearheaded it, and then her Ottawa crew, Myra. Is it Megan and, the Librarian? Uh, Megan the Librarian. You mean like T H E E? Yes. Look at Rob knowing stuff, Bryce. Okay. Um. Uh, no, I believe it's not, but she should change. That. <laughs> she I should think that would be better. That. Uh. Yeah, Megan, and also it's like Meganish. It's M E A G H A N. All the but more reason, Megan the librarian. Yeah, I think oh. I think uh, she's got. She must change her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, uh, Patty K, hit by our friend, hit by Car Claire, Sarah Carradine. We had a lot of helpers. Some very good notes here, and they really, you know, uh, they they picked some of these themselves and did did all the research. This is a blowout, right? This is three yeah. nothing. The yeah, Lannisters, yeah. they're in contention to win the whole the whole shebang. They're you know I forget mean, about don't Lunette. go that far. Don't go that far, Uncle Kiwi. Well, we I don't really know who hitters. else who else is in there, but they're this is this is a layup for them. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And plus they're the, a two the, for one. This, yeah, two for one plus the sooner we could get the kids show out of the bracket, probably all for the better. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So congratulations to the Lannisters. Uh are are they is this a seated bracket? No, it's it's just regional by uh by the four topics. Okay. So All this right. is the other fictional character, Brad. Seeds, baby. That's right. Um, are you a big fan of everything bagels, Bryce? <laughs> oh my god! So, uh, ooh, 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 <laughs> yes, just, yes, oh, <laughs> Uncle Kiwi. So listen, you didn't just touch my soul. So honestly, my favorite type of bagel is an onion bagel. Mm-hmm. Oh, but. They're hard to come by. Mm-hmm. So the the next and closest thing to it is an everything bagel. So, yes, I do like an everything bagel. Yes. Ooh. Now, if an everything bagel is uh, not necessarily w- uh, having all of the uh, <laughs> accoutrements that a everything bagel oh. should have, if it is lacking... Would you ever have reinforcements on hand to Backup add seeds. to your everything bagel? Oh. Seeds, baby. Oh. Oh. I mean, I, 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 I guess. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't normally have poppy seeds available, but uh, mm-hmm. I mean, what? I mean, what technically 
is in an everything bagel? First of all, that's a good question because I don't know, <laughs> even though I've had it my whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it there's really poppy, everything? There's sesame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if you get, I think there's like the. Is there onion and there's garlic onion. in there? Is there a little yes, glitter there in there? Had- maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but uh, Bryce, if you, I don't know if you're a Trader Joe's person. Yeah. But in, in, I, yes. in, in Trader Joe's, they have uh, everything but the bagel. They I have the it everything have spice. The onion in the Trader that, Joe's. In one. the Trader Joe's, yeah. They might be missing the onion in there. That's mm-hmm. true. But you yeah. get those. And then if you ever get a bagel that's like, Lacking. this is like a three and a half out of 10 in the seeds department, mm-hmm. in the everything department. You yes. spray some on. It's like a dollar ninety nine at Trader yes. Joe's. But that's Jordan, great. that's not what Jordan Kalish does. That Jordan Kalish, that he has a Tupperware where after he gets done eating the everything bagel, he puts uh, all of the remnants into a Tupperware and saves it. Oh, oh. <laughs> but see, this is my thing, though. Like, so you put your spread on, and then you would like dump it on because normally, like, it's on the outside of the bagel, yeah, right? I think he so goes you- on the top. Oh, 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 okay. You said the top. Mm-hmm. Okay, hey, Jordan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was on the opposite side. Seeds, okay. baby. <laughs> okay, who's okay. who's in the next matchup? Okay, so the next matchup in the fictional region, we're going to go with a show that Rob and I uh, talked about a, a few months back called The Golden Girls. And we're talking yes. about Blanche oh. Devereaux, played by Rue McClanahan. Yes. yes. Rue. Mm-hmm. So I don't even want to just be talking all this whole time, but I'm so excited because this was one that I did not think of. And I am, first of all, I just love me, Miss Blanche Devereaux. Oh, Dorothy, what are you talking about? Like, I, first of all, <laughs> I am Blanche Devereaux. Let me just say that. Yeah. Okay. She's Who are the other icon. Golden Girls then? Uh, there was Dorothy. Yeah, no, There's I know Sophie. who the but other who are. They? Girls like, are. Who in your life? Who like, in your who, life? Like, would is be Wendell then? one of the other four? Ooh, good well, question. Well, yeah, Wendell is definitely Rose. He's Rose. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, he's like naive. And yes, he's Rose. Rob, you would be Sophia. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, ooh, that's a good one. I'll probably say. Jatia is definitely Dorothy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I am definitely Rose. I mean, Blanche. Blanche Devereaux. Yes, yes. Because one, <clears throat> if you remember from my season of Kagian, I d- Cousin Bryce, I'm definitely a Southern Belle. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think a lot of things about Blanche, she was sexually free. Um, and, you know, we wouldn't... I feel like she I feel like if she was alive today, she would participate in Amber Rose's slut walk. And we, I'm using the term slut as a positive, not a negative of sexual freedom. Do what you want. You know, the guys can do it. But when the girls do, it, it's a whole nother different thing. And that definitely was Blanche. And, you know, Blanche was a homeowner. She had businesses. OK. And I just it was her house. I loved everything. It was. Yes. You didn't know that it was her I thought house. It was Dorothy's Dorothy, house. No, Dorothy. Uh, you don't remember when Blanche almost kicked? Oh, you you don't watch. You need to catch up. I on used your to Hallmark. watch, but I always thought it was Dorothy's house because her mom lives no. there, and she was like the main no. character. 
No, it's, it was Blanche's house. Blanche lived in Miami and Rose came, Rose came from St. Olaf and yes. Dorothy came and her mom was in Shady Pines. And when we originally started, the mom was in Shady Pines and then it came out and then they sent her back. But then she came back. But no, that was Blanche's house. Uh, they all came to live with Blanche. She had Bryce okay? as the guest on. We did uh, season three, episode Listen, seven with all the girls. I know a thing or two. With all due respect to Kaya. Gosh. And so not only was, and she was a businesswoman because Dorothy, Sophia, and uh, Rose, they all were paying rent to her. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So very strong case for Blanche Devereaux to be the freakiest freak. Who is she up against? Can you, um, yes. What? Well, wait, before we just say that, yes. can you, can I just hear what it sounds like for you to say it in a, a Southern accent? Say it like I'm Blanche Blanche Devereaux. Devereaux. <laughs> no, Robert. No, no? Robert. Rob just got to the south of Long Island, Bryce. I don't know if he even got to Philly there. <laughs> yes, Robert. That was like, no. Well, like, how do you say it? Hold, I, hold on. Wait, wait. So I'm, I got I have to go through them all. I wrote from Sino, I'm Blanche Devereaux for Dorothy Sophia. Go ahead, Rob. Oh, I have to do it again? You got to do it Yo, again yes, until I, you hit I, it. I need, to, I, I need to hear it to your proficient. Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> That's better. A little better. Just maybe um, if we could have the everything bagel seasoning, if we could just maybe throw a little more spicy seasoning <laughs> on it to the to the Blanche, Blanche Devereaux. Blanche <laughs> Devereaux. Yes. Seeds, baby. Blanche, Blanche Elizabeth Devereaux. Her name spells at bed. That was supposedly a thing. Uh, uh- uh, she said she slept with 143 guys during the course of the show, but someone researched and thought it's 164. Mm. Okay. Oh, that sounds like my quarantine stats. But, uh, <laughs> 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 but that's just my inner Blanche. Mm. Now, yes, yes. Who, who's, who's she going up against Uncle Kiwi? Well, this is, uh, this is uh, a, a real matchup for, to go tip-top toes with Blanche. Miss Piggy herself. Miss mm. Piggy? Miss Piggy. Mm. Okay, how's she the freakiest Mm-mm. freak? Listen, okay, I don't want to just keep screaming on y'all, but uh, come, stop playing, Robert. So, this is the one thing that I loved about Miss Piggy was in the original Muppets, she wasn't even the headliner or the, the, the showstopper. She was just one of the Muppets Back, you know, she mm-hmm. was kicking it back with Bert and Ernie, even though they wasn't on the Muppets. But like, you know, she was just one of the people on it. So, but people fell in love with Miss Picky. So she became a front runner. Then she had an on again, off again with Kermit. And I just also felt like Miss Picky. <laughs> again, I know this is in the kids show, so I don't want to get Uncle Kiwi too wrapped up. But yeah. <laughs> I also felt like for women in general, I... For me, Miss Piggy just represents a lot. She also, I felt like as as hard as it could be uh, in a Muppet. And but I'm not okay. So let me just say this by saying this. Yeah, where are I'm you going speaking, with this? I'm going for a, a lot of different things because I feel like Miss Piggy represents a lot for women. Yes. Um, and I feel like she unapologetically, and again, I'm not talking kids wise. I'm talking. I'm looking at Miss Piggy as an adult. So let me just preference that. But she 
was unapologetically herself. Okay. She took charge in her relationship mm-hmm. with Kermy. Um, and you know, she would always she, beat guys she, up that there would always be some yes. sort of like, they would, they'd like, they would make her mad. And sometimes they would make so like the bad guy would make some sort of a comment about her looks. And then that would set her off to start doing karate. And she'd do like a, Hi-ya! yes. Oh, wait, what, Oh, wait, was that a sound drop or that was no, you, I Rob? That. that was real good. <laughs> that, that could have been. That could have been. Rob, now, do you, now, is the job down, available? Be, that, that you that don't get don't get too crazy. <laughs> oh man, Bryce, if the podcasting uh, career doesn't work out, I think we have a backup plan for Rob. <laughs> yes, I, that's almost kind of scary, Robert. I mean, that's but. Another thing that I liked about Miss Piggy and her role in her... (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Kiwi, I'm going. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. I'm not doing this. I get it. I'm not doing this (laughs) with Piggy. But what I loved about Miss Piggy was a lot of the times, you know, people would sometimes use pig as a slur. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you're ugly, you're a pig. Like, you know, something like that. However, Miss Piggy ball glam, okay? Miss Piggy ball style. Miss Piggy, when Miss Piggy would have her hair curled up in them curl pins and come in with that little jacket on, like, I would, I, listen, and okay, oh, let me just also take you down, back down memory lane. I think Miss Piggy was one of the as a younger child, that's when I was like, maybe I'm not like the regular guys. Because I'm like, why am I so fascinated with Miss Piggy's outfits? Yes. Why why am I like, yes! So, Miss Piggy! I have uh, reabsorbed a lot of the Muppets catalog over mm-hmm. the last uh, six months or so with my kids who have wanted to watch. And we've watched uh, the Muppet movie, Muppet Caper, modern day Muppet offerings. And I think that one of the things that I too have noticed is that Miss Piggy is often a mirror for the time frame, whether it's uh, 1978 or 1985 or uh, 2008 or 2019. Miss Piggy, her look always reflects the times that she does not have like, uh, you know, Kermit doesn't update his look based on uh, what year it is. Uh, Not even you know janice and there's not a lot of lady muppets i have to be honest about uh but miss piggy she always is uh evolving in this essay i will that's pretty good rob i like Mm -hmm. like, you should you should take the you know maybe maybe there's uh, like a thesis in there somewhere um the the (laughs) ottawa crew their their list of freaky stuff from miss piggy she's in an on again off again somewhat violent interspecies relationship with kermit the frog for almost 40 years like bryce said started out as a background player but skyrocketed to fame Wrote a best-selling book. Uh, her fabulous fashion style, wild mood swings, and absolute confidence that she's destined to be a star maker, one of the great divas in TV history. Yeah. Yeah. This is a hard one for me. This time. Uh, yeah. Well, for me, uh, if the list okay. was divi- devious divas, mm-hmm. then I think that Miss Piggy <laughs> is uh, a no-doubter. But mm-hmm. I feel like that compared to Blanche... I, I have to advance but, Blanche over Miss Piggy. But also, before you even make that statement, remember of what the freakiest freak is. It's it, it's unapologetically being whoever you are. Mm-hmm. So I was going to hear like whatever whoever Blanche is up against, I'm going with her. But I think the more I think about it, I think I have to give my vote to Miss Piggy. 
uh, because I, yeah, she's a trendsetter. She's been the forefront. She's been in control of her relationships. Her style stays changing. Okay. I just, yeah, I, I love Blanche, but I'm going to have to give my vote to Miss Piggy. So I guess that leaves Uncle Kiwi with the tiebreaker. This is tough. Uh, some other notes they have for Blanche. Uh, she states that she's never worn underwear before. Oh. Um, uh, I'm single. I'm free on Saturday night, and I can arch my back until my head touches my heels. She oh! says. Yeah, but can she do all Price the clock wanted... times? <laughs> yeah, she's, I don't know. Maybe yeah. we could have had her against Lunette. Um, oh. Do you want to revote, Bryce? I don't know. This is tough. This is oh. tough. This is tough. And they're both classic. You know, I would also be like, oh, Miss Piggy's been along for a long time. But, oh, my God, this is so hard. Oh, God. So if I can make one more point in favor mm-hmm. of Blanche over Miss Piggy, <laughs> where okay. I feel like that uh, Blanche, uh, I feel like, is more of a uh, independent-minded woman mm. where, yes, she has uh, many, many suitors and has you know gone through men like kleenex miss piggy (laughs) often that in in these uh assorted muppet movies and i'm sure this is more of a a sign of the times than miss piggy herself but she is often depicted as sort of just being insanely jealous of any other woman that kermit the frog happens to have any sort of interaction with I don't know if that's a point or for or against her in terms of being. I mean, that's real freak. love. I'm trying. Listen, I was listen. I'm trying to find me a Mister Piggy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but I do think uh, Uncle Kiwi, you didn't change my mind. I thought I okay. So I'm back to Blanche. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right, so we'll I'm, do a vote. clean sweep for Blanche. We got some more Blanche facts for the next round, also. I, I'm out of Miss Piggy information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's gonna be oh. that's gonna be a Titanic match of Blanche versus Jamie and Cersei when we get to that a little later. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, let's go. We actually have Rob hates these play in matchups. We only have one of them, but it's a good one. Okay. So let's get to the good one. And the, and the winner of this play in will face Lil Kim. Was that a you one, oh. Bryce? Or was that, or was that from the Ottawa ladies? <laughs> Uncle Kiva, if you want to rumble with the B, huh? Throw a hex on your whole fa- I don't, I actually don't even know who she is, Uncle Kiva. Lil Kim? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Yes, that's a, a me right in. Mm hmm. All right, but to get to Lil Kim, we're gonna go to the. That just miss all of you. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna go to the <laughs> we're gonna go to the uh, Rob's Rob's new favorite sport, the basketball court, and we oh. have a play-in matchup. It's Dennis Rodman versus Wilt Chamberlain. Oh, oh. it's a real. This is this is a real. Okay. All right. So yes. Uh, now so uh, Wilt the Stilt, mm-hmm. uh, l- l- oh. legendary. Uh, mm-hmm. That he is uh, a, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was going to say, uh, that he has uh, Stick man. stats on the yeah. back of the baseball card. Mm-hmm. Yes, but 20, <laughs> the 20,000 number is what he's 20, famous 20,000, 20,000. So, whereas Dennis Rodman, who had a little bit of a renaissance uh, in 2020 due to uh, the last dance that we really got to revisit a lot of Dennis Rodman's uh, exploits with Carmen Electra and Madonna and uh, many, many different, uh, you know, Tony Braxton. Yes. Yes. And that was, you know, uh, really highlighted as part of uh, the last dance earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, Can I jump in? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I I don't know a lot about Wilt Distilt, Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But what I can say, because mind you, there's a lot of things that are problematic with Dennis Rodman. Yeah. But there are if when we are talking freakiest freak, yeah. I definitely can remember Dennis Rodman and his cross-dressing phases yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. And I also can, like, you know, think about that for, like, other young Black queers. To actually see an NBA player, like someone like Dennis Rodman, and back then, in my opinion, I thought he looked it okay. Uh, so, I don't know. I I I don't know much about Wilter Still, but what I can say for Dennis Rodman, and I, I just, yeah, I just, the fact that he did not let sexuality define him for me probably gives him a lot of points and especially for him to be an NBA player for him to be a black man and for him to actually say that like you know sexuality is fluid it's fluid and I I like women I like men so I I, for me that is a lot for for me and you know he's a diplomat you know he over there in China Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay like you know he wears a lot of different hats hats so (laughs) I, yeah, I'm just yeah. So I mean, yeah, he's it, a strong. It's contender. gonna be it's gonna be yeah. hard to beat Dennis Rodman. Let me let me give a couple Wilt stats. Just like let's see if I can sell Bryce, even though I don't think okay. Wilt's gonna beat Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Thirty he's, points so, a game over his yeah. career. Yeah, first of all, I I do like that the Ottawa ladies, you know, some proper librarians. They wrote he holds a lot of scoring records, which was a funny <laughs> way to put because you know, so twenty thousand women. Uh, he put a check mark in his day plan planner for every encounter, which to me honestly is not freaky. That's like an accountant, yeah. you know? Let me ask That's, a question in terms yeah. of the, the record book. And, and Akiva, I know that you are an accomplished statistician, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are we getting, if, if Wilt is getting, uh, you know, uh, double teamed or triple teamed uh, mm-hmm. on the court, <laughs> uh, is, that, is that count multiple, multiple times or is that, is that one? I'm not, I think it's two different women. So I think that would count for two or three. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, what league is this? I'm suddenly interested in basketball. (laughs) Well, one of the reasons I think Bryce might like him is he is really a Philadelphia icon. Like, Wilt is maybe, you know. Yeah, I know that, though. Yeah. um, uh, Before Kobe, really the only great NBA player to ever die young. Not even so young, 63. But really, every every great NBA player has lived a long life. Um, Yeah, 7-1 before people were tall. Has Had this famous, like, freaky mansion in Bel Air that had mirrors and a a fur-covered waterbed. Well, um, oh. I think he was oh, like, it was that doesn't seem itchy. practical. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem practical. Well, it wasn't practical because when he died, I believe they had a nightmare of a time trying to sell his house. You know, sometimes those celebrities yeah. have a very specific yeah. who would want things in their house. Them. And then it's like, it's hard to resell that that right. bed or I mean, whatever. When you think about it, it's almost like, you know, being hugged by a bear. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, like, you know, the fur and the water moving. But yeah, that like, how do you put sheets on that? No, it's <laughs> a great question. That's a good question. Um, but I, I think we should go straight to Dennis Rodman versus well, Lil' Kim. Because okay. I, I don't yeah, think Wilt yeah, can... It's uh, definitely Dennis Rodman. It's not close. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let me just give you a couple of uh, Wilt Chamberlain's uh, nicknames. Of course, we know we know Please. Wilt the Stilt. Uh, they called him also uh, the record book, which I think uh, worked on a lot of levels. Uh, they called him the Big Dipper. Oh. Dippy. Oh. Dip. Oh. They called him the Load. Oh. <laughs> Did you know that, Akiva? I, I never heard of that nickname. I think you would just submit a nickname to Basketball and, Reference or Baseball <laughs> Reference. And, they put and he it had in. One, <laughs> one other one, Big Musty. <laughs> All right. Well, that's why they couldn't sell the house at the end. He was Big Musty. <laughs> Can you imagine like that being your nickname, Robert? Big, Big Musty. Musty. Uh, I mean, and then, like, I could you dream. Know, 
<laughs> you're pulling up to Dominic's school and then like another parent's like, hey, musty! <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Why not? Parent-teacher conference night would be interesting. Hey, mm-hmm. musty must. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder, I don't know if he had a lot of kids, Wealth, also. I'm not sure what his, uh, how many kids he had. So what can you tell us about, about Lil Kim that's uh, freaky in particular, right? Because it's um, Lil Kim versus Rodman. I guess. Oh, do we have any Lil Kim, Dennis Rodman run-ins? I wonder if so. Uh, yeah, if they they yeah. actually have had photos together. Dennis Rodman was a Lil Kim fan uh, back when Lil Kim was big. I I, I want to almost big say Kim. they had a run-in at the MTV Music Awards. Mm-hmm. So uh, this one is uh, particularly hard for me because I, I do love Dennis Rodman. But listen, Lil Kim revolutionized the rap industry. Uh, when you think about rap female rap in the 90s you think about like people like mc light and queen latifah um and so they were essentially like female mcs just imitating what the men mcs are then when little kim came on the scene she not only and again people like you know queen latifah they rapping about unity u-n-i-t-y like you know that just you know when little kim came on how many licks does it take till you get to the center of the oh oh okay i used to be scared of the podcast now i throw (laughs) to the podcast okay heather hunter ask uncle kiwi okay Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so I've been gone for a minute. Now I'm back with the rut nap. Okay. So it's for me, she definitely took her sexuality and put it to the front of the rap. And she was one of the first rap females that loved fashion. You know, her and Marc Jacob were best friends. She wore Louis Vuitton. She wore Chanel and she boasted about it. And, and one of the VMA awards, she actually had one of her breast out. And yeah, Diana that's a famous Ross. look. That's yes, a famous look. You know, now over the years, she, her look has evolved. And I listen, I'm not here for none of the little Kim hate. So if anybody tweets or come at little Kim, I'm blocking you. Okay. And I'm going to log on to Uncle Kiva's account and block you too. Oh, no. Okay. So I'm not here for the little Kim hate. But yes, her look has evolved. Okay. You know, um, and, but she's a classic. You, 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 it's just everything about little Kim. Um, so my vote here. And she was in one of the biggest love triangles. Her mentor, Notorious B.I.G., mm-hmm. uh, was the rapper in which that she came under and which that is no secret. That was her lover. And at the time, he was married to Faith Evans. Love like this before that, you know, Faith Evans, that he was married to Faith Evans. And here he is bringing up his This should protege. be his own podcast, all this stuff. Yeah. Listen, no, this is listen. great. We're getting a history lesson here. I can, I can listen to you. Listen, I can tell you. So his own protege in which that they are having an intimate relationship. And so little Kim and Faith Evans for years had beef. And there was even there's talks of Biggie when he was in California. He had a condo. Little Kim was there. And Faith Evans stormed into the house because they were married. And Faith Evans and little Kim got into a physical altercation um, and, you know, after Biggie's death, Little Kim has always, you know, her her sophomore album was entitled Notorious K.I.M. It's it's Little Kim for me. So we it's no judging. It's no nothing. So mm-hmm. it's L 
to the I to the ism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have I have some Lil Kim uh, now. Just I did also listen to Slow Burn, which was uh, a biggie. Oh, uh, that's Tupac. a good one. Oh. Very good. Yeah. Um, uh, a couple things also. It's fitting, Lil Kim, right? There's no WAP nowadays. I'm sorry for oh. people having to hear me say that. Right, without Lil Kim, right? <laughs> I think they're she, all. She birthed the mm-hmm. yeah. Cardi B's and the Nicki. <laughs> yeah. The Joe yeah. Menas and the Tony Volachos. Megan yeah. the Librarians. Me- yeah. yeah, I was about to make the same joke. <laughs> Megan the mm-hmm. Librarian. She really, it's crazy that she didn't, maybe they don't have WAP up there. In, in Korea, but <laughs> well, I bet they do. That, I mean, that joke just writes itself. Um, so, you, so, Bryce, you think Lil' Kim's going to beat the worm? Uh, Is that period. Okay. Yeah. Period, poo. Yeah. Period, poo. Yeah. Couple, just you a couple, uh, couple Robin facts. Uh, right, so Madonna, they dated. People remember that relationship. But it was very short, but he claimed, and you know, he, I think you take everything Rodman says with a hundred grains of salt, which isn't that many grains of salt. Probably, probably have to be like a mil, you know, like a Kalish amount. Um, <laughs> that she that she Do you offered need him everything bagel. You need yeah, everything bagel. That, that is bagel favorite bagel. I'm sure. Seeds, baby. Uh, tw- that 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 uh, Madonna oh, offered no, Rodman no, no, twenty no, million dollars. No, no, bagel, uh, no morning. Uh, that ma- oh, ma- I'm getting hot. <laughs> Madonna or, or Robin, $20 billion to get her pregnant. The Carmen Electra uh, marriage was nine days. Uh, Dennis Rodman and Uncle Kiwi have the same famous uh, favorite band of all time, Pearl Jam. That's not so oh. freaky. Um, but one of the things is, I, I did try and get some he Dennis Rodman. points, his favorite band is yeah, Pearl Jam. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Um, that, it, it is funny because when I went to see Pearl Jam in like Vienna and Berlin, I was like, "Ooh, maybe Dennis Robbins here. It'll be like easy to pick him out with the tattoos and everything." But no, oh. I did not see, did not see the worm. But um, uh, maybe he was in North Korea because one of the re- it's hard to see the Dennis Rodman oh. Lil Kim link because if you Google Dennis Rodman Lil Kim, yeah. it's a lot of articles calling Kim Jong Un Lil Kim. You know, it's hard to oh. it's hard to get away from the North Korea stuff. I'm sure there <laughs> is some tie in. You know, they were both famous at the same time. In yeah. The 90s. Okay. Well, so Lil Kim, welcome to the Elite Eight. Yes, I, I didn't yeah. even vote, but Bryce, you can you convince me, uh, Dennis Rodman. I'm going to take yeah. that off. But Dennis Rodman and Little Kim, their appearances over the years have both drastically changed. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all I'm going to say about Little Kim's appearance. She's still a beautiful. Is woman. she putting? A, are Kim. you still listening to the music Little Kim is putting out, Bryce? Oh, Little Kim just dropped an album last year, literally October 10th. She dropped an album called Nine. Now, I mean, it's not the best. That's today. Mm-hmm. I, yes. I, I still listen Wait, to today Kim. Or, Kim? or a year ago, like 12 months a ago. Year today. ago. Happy anniversary, Lil' Kim. Y- yeah. Yes, the number on, nine. Robert. Yes. Should we go out of this yeah. podcast with some some nine from Lil' Kim instead of the I uh, mean, Men in Black we song? Can. I, I listen. I <laughs> mean, if we have Chester covering it. Yeah. Can we get Chester <laughs> to cover? I don't know if we want that. Maybe yeah. Uncle Chester okay. from Big Comedy All right. Yeah, final Rodman, matchup on this bottom Rod- half. Rodman, I think that uh, he probably has the uh, higher highs for Freakiest Freak, but uh, mm-hmm. the o- overall resume is troubling. So let's yeah. go with Lil' Kim. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and Kim Jong-un will not be in this bracket. Although, <laughs> but um, all right. Mm. So we got we have uh, a, a real in terms of celebrities, maybe the two biggest celebrities on the bracket. Uh, one, the aforementioned Madonna going up against Prince. Oh, oh wow! What a matchup! Yeah, this is serious. Ooh. These are two A-listers. No, oh, this is hard. Okay. Oh. Are, are, so, oh. W- where do you want to start, Bryce? Are you are you a Prince guy? Are you a Madonna person? <clears throat> purple rain, purple rain, purple rain. What you say, Uncle Kiva? I hear you, huh? What you say? <laughs> 
I hear what you said, Kiva. Come on. Now, you know I'm the Purple Pants badass, okay? Mm-hmm. You really want to rumble with the B, huh? I just thought you liked the Minnesota Vikings, maybe. <laughs> Uncle Kiva, don't do me. But, uh-huh. so, I, <laughs> I love Prince. My mom loves Prince. When doves cry, I don't. But, um, I, yeah, I think that, yeah, there's a, I don't know. For me, growing up, I always thought Prince was gay. Um, and so what I loved about it was that he had this androgynous spirit mm-hmm. about him. Um, and, you know, be what you feel and, and love what you love. But the stories that I have heard about Prince was that Prince most certainly loved the women. And the women love Prince back. He uh, has a catalog that spans the life of Lunette on the clock to, you know, Miss Piggy. Uh, his fashion sense was amazing. Uh, his hair. So, I, yeah, I, I'm definitely a, a Prince fan. But yeah. A lot of Carmen Electra overlap from Rodman. Yes. Yes, 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 and yes. However, when I think about Madonna... Mm-hmm. I mean, but see, I, I don't know. I'd be somewhat problematic about Madonna um, in the era of, you know, when she came out with one of her biggest songs was Vogue, which was, you know, kind of sort of stolen from the gay ballroom scene um, in the 80s. Oh, I didn't know in this. New York. Yes. So, I mean, it was, I don't I do you know. I thought Madonna like, was a gay icon. I mean, yes, she is. However, uh, especially, um, do you know what a ball is, Robert and uh, Uncle Kiwi? So we did a podcast, uh, Robin and Kiva Get Dragged, where uh, yes. we talked about uh, that. But I, I that uh, so that's the extent of which we know about it. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So the ballroom scene in the gay communities, especially in the 80s, was huge. And it's performance. There are a lot of times... They would have different categories. Trade was a category. Mm-hmm. They would have, you know, realness. Um, they would have, and at that time, they would call it drag. Uh, but they would have, like, you know, like, trans realness. Just a whole bunch of, and it's definitely performance. Sometimes in actual voguing, it's the the what you see, but not really what you see in Madonna. Because, you know... Some the girls can vogue down, uh, but the the big controversy about Madonna and the Vogue was that the the ballroom scene had been going on for years, and a lot of the times, what we know about you know in the gay community is that we don't get highlighted. There's not a lot of huge things, but the ball you would consider in the ballroom community they have houses and the best thing that i can relate that to is like fraternities like you know you you pledge a fraternity you pledge a house and so uh, in the 80s when people especially of color and the minorities would come out they their families would disown them and so they would literally have to turn to becoming sex workers or in the street and so they you joined the house and that became your family um so they would then go to have these balls and it was competitions and they were just different categories that there would be like realness uh so realness like trade schoolboy so like the category would be can you pass as a a straight schoolboy look and so you would have to dress up like your your biggest schoolboy look and you will walk down the runway and the judges would judge you um and then they would have voguing competitions um and so but the vulgars get down and so what i'm just trying to say is that madonna when it came out 
everyone and, you know, widespread, you know, the mainstream, everyone's like, oh, my God, she invented Vogue. She, you know, Mm -hmm. but no, girl, you didn't came and stole it from this Mm -hmm. small community. And people say that she definitely gave the props to the ballroom scene, especially in New York at that time. Um, And if anyone's ever watched the documentary Paris is Burning, um, it's literally from around that time period. But it wasn't because it it would. But anyway, so that's just my biggest controversy with Madonna. But at the same time, you know, Madonna in her 50s and she got a little boy toy. That's Mm -hmm. like 24, 25. Come on, legend. Yes. Okay. So, yes. and, and she's just a musical icon and people love her. Yeah, so. Madonna but, has had a 40-year career out of being provocative. Uh, can you, though, make the case for, for Prince? I understand the musical legacy of Prince, but why are we uh, talking about Prince as the freakiest freak? Like, do you... I mean, have you seen a Prince video? Prince exuded sexuality and exuded sexuality from a man of color and... Like in a non-binary way, like Prince would wear female clothes. Prince would have like a bustier, a bustier caca, like, you know, Selena's dad would say. And, you know, with bell-bottom pants on and like, you know, his hair curled. And I mean, you just obviously have not heard the like the 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 wilt distilt stories about Prince. Prince was out here in the streets. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know, I, and maybe you know. Cause print, what, what's on the back of Prince's baseball card? Uh, listen, the stories upon stories upon stories. I heard about uh, that one time that he hung out with Charlie uh, Murphy. Yeah. Oh, rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Yes, but, and Prince. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I I feel like I have more stuff about Madonna, but I'm just more biased to Prince because of Purple Rain. So my vote's just gonna be Prince. I ain't even gonna lie. Hmm. Mm-hmm. A couple of Madonna and Prince facts from uh, the librarian crew, the librarian crew. Um, Madonna, they they say it's no, she's known as the mother of freaks because the mother of freaks. Yeah, yeah. that's what, that's one of her nicknames on her baseball reference card. I guess did Prince uh, have you know, a day planner? <laughs> no, she had no day planner. Um, but uh, you know, there's no Lady Gaga, of course, without Madonna. The, the iconic True. Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears kiss. Uh, her famous appearance on Letterman. I was too young for, but 1994, she she kept cursing and she took off her uh, underwear. Mm-hmm. She had she released a book that was basically banned in 92. Certainly, Madonna, a freak. Yeah, the difference also Prince and and uh, you know Prince has to work for it. Prince was like five three, right? Five two. Yeah, Wilt was still to seven one. Five two. Yeah. Well, so mm-hmm. well, when he wore his heels, he was six six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Prince is also I mean, one of the only know. one of the only celebrities, Bryce, right? Who like. You know, a lot of celebrities like won't tell you like what city they live in. Prince like used to invite people to his house, right? And he'd play right. he played his house, the famous waffles, which they make fun of uh in the Chappelle show sketch, but right, they they would make up waffles and like his house was like a diner every day. Yeah. Hmm. I guess I mean my vote is still Prince, but I feel like the facts that y'all have laid out let out, if you the mother of freak, I feel like you mm-hmm. have to advance. Yeah. This is this is tough. These are these are. I'm gonna you know, leave it to y'all. My vote is Prince, but I'm gonna leave it to y'all to debate. Rob, do you have a take? I would go with Madonna, just because yeah. that I'm uh, more familiar with her legacy as a uh, as a freak. That I feel like that <laughs> I am, and you know, uh, you know, definitely familiar with Prince's accomplishments. But I feel like that I don't know necessarily about his l- legendary uh, freakish status. 
The Prince's music is definitely freakier than Madonna's. I think there's no okay. question, right? Mm-hmm. Prince's songs like Electric Intercourse. I don't think Madonna would have a song called oh. Electric Intercourse. Mm-hmm. We can F. Um, it is. It is really close. Um, you know, Prince is no longer here to to state his case. This is this is tough. I do. The only problem is Bryce. Okay. This is an anti-Minnesota podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I also can at- I point that I think that yeah. uh, probably uh, in real life, I bet Prince was probably the freakier freak. And I think that Madonna That's why I want probably- to vote for him. But, but I, think I, think that, I think Madonna's like Madonna, a little bit of a show. Yeah. I think not that, that she's like not freaky, but I think Prince was like, this is what leaked out about Prince. Do you know what I mean? Versus like, yeah, Madonna. Right. Like, Madonna like, I feel like out. Madonna figured out how to monetize it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Not for nothing. If we go back to Lunette's clock, I feel that <laughs> Prince could get his head, his feet up to one two fifteen. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I, that's just, but y'all, okay. It sounds like y'all going with Madonna. I don't know. Okay. It's always tough. I, first of all, I always think when I think Madonna, I always think like she's older than both my parents and she's, but, you know, she's see, still that, out there. My, I'm not team Madonna in this bracket, but that is another thing that I feel like makes me like Madonna is that yes, your age don't have nothing to do with it. Okay. It's how you feel and how you want to feel. And if you have millions of dollars, you can essentially like, you know, live the life that you want to live. But I I like the fact that Madonna is a woman of a certain age and, you know, still living her best life. Although, you know, Prince was a woman of a certain age before he died and was living his best life, too. But mm-hmm. my vote is still for <laughs> Are you interested in uh, famous people Prince hooked up with versus famous people Madonna hooked up with? Yeah, can we get that list? Is that, okay, is that right? Let me give you real, real quick. Okay, not confirmed. Uh, women at, who Prince has at least dated. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Carmen Electra, the aforementioned oh. Carmen Electra, uh, Kim Basinger. Oh, Kim Basinger was so I you know it, it won her like twenty two like the TikTok Nicole's world don't even know what that is. She was like such a big star for, mm-hmm. for you know, in like 1995. Mm-hmm. Sheena Easton? Don't know her. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, I'm trying to give you some other A-listers here. Uh, uh, Apollonia, famously. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Sheila E. Oh, I know who Sheila E is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was it, was, now, was she, wasn't she a guitar player? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but i also think he was secretive i think for every like prince relationship you hear about there's like a hundred that you don't versus okay. madonna's like leaking to her publicist like hey you know right. guess who spent the night okay uh the men and women of madonna is a slideshow oh. uh from the <laughs> la times <Goals>. website <laughs> okay all right i'll turn off my ad blocker to see this okay slideshow from madonna okay here we go. 26 images are here. Uh, they got to get those clicks. You got to click through all. Yeah. Tupac? Oh, oh, it's Madonna. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Madonna said she wanted to have Tupac's baby. She briefly dated the Thug Life rapper in 1995, a year before his murder. Oh, okay. This is the Tupac okay, region. Because who are the winner faces little camp? <laughs> Yes. Then uh, who's let's see. Uh who else? Uh we have uh this is uh let me see. Uh Mark Wahlberg? Oh. Vanilla Ice? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. 
Okay. Whoever was like the Henry star of the Rollins, moment. Henry Rollins. Yeah. Rodman. Okay. Okay. Oh. She hasn't really been in celeb relationships in the last, you know, in the, in the 21st century as much. Yeah. Oh, and this says, according to this, it's mostly like boy toys that, now, right? Rumor has it that Prince and Madonna were once lovers. Uh, mm, we could really get the answer of who's so freaky. Can we, uh, can we Jamie and Cersei Lannister them and just have them both <laughs> proceed to the next? Yeah. Well, uh, do are, Sean, can we knock Sean out Penn. Lil' Kim? Would you knock out Lil' Kim and then put both of them through? I don't know. Then no, we still have to make the decision. Eva, yeah. No, we're not doing that. So okay, fine. I, so, okay, I, I changed my vote, Madonna. No, I... I was going to change the prince. Fine, let's put Madonna through and we'll have a... We'll have a uh, uh, an yeah. icon battle off uh, between Lil Kim and Madonna. And keep it. Does Madonna lose points? That did, did she have sex with a Rod? Oh. Did she? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. I, I don't know. Everyone, a Rod is so corny. <laughs> I don't respect J Lo for for being in a relationship with yeah. A Rod. A Rod. They just leak everything to the press. Hey, I'm not. I'm not an A Rod guy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's go to some historical figures. Uh, they, you know, th- we have some real freaks in the in this bracket. Let's start with. Catherine the Great versus uh, Genghis. It's always Genghis Khan, right? Yeah, uh, Genghis Khan. I thought Genghis. 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 Um, okay. All right. So Catherine the Great and Genghis Khan. All right. A little, okay. you know, a little further back than Madonna. Madonna's, you know, is older than my parents, but Genghis Khan right. was from 1160. All right. Do you have the backstory on Catherine the Great? Yeah, uh, Catherine the Great. So she is a little more modern. 1762 to 1796. Did not live that long, although maybe thirty-four years or something. Then that married was, wait, to what, wasn't it, what? Rob? That was like a third birthday party, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it was uh, fourth grade. Okay, okay, <laughs> just just making sure. Yes, yes. Um, so she's unhappily married to Emperor Peter the Third. So she organizes a coup, takes over the throne. Very, she's like the real Cersei Lannister, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. very open about her sexuality, which was scandalous. She was known to have several love, lovers. Some of them were selected for her. By her ex, Prince Gregory Potemkin. She had a close friend who supposedly took all the lovers for a test drive to make sure they would be satisfactory. Oh. Uh, And of course, the famous horse story that, uh, you know, she tried to maybe have a relationship with a horse. With a horse? Uh, Yeah, that's like the most famous thing about Catherine the Great, but supposedly it's apocryphal. But the fact that people believed it about her at the time, you know, it's like if they said that about, you know, just the random guy in the street, Joe Schmo, they'd be like, no, 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 that's not true. So the fact (laughs) that people were willing to believe it. Yes, Bryce. I just want to put it out there on this podcast. If I have an untimely death, okay, Uncle Kiwi and Robert, Mm -hmm. and that rumor starts flying around Mm -hmm. during that world, I'm going to need y'all, okay? I'm going to need y'all to just confirm it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Reddit will be on fire that day. (laughs) Um, All right. Yeah. So confirm it and move on. I got it. Yes. So you, you guys mm-hmm. never heard the horse thing? That's like the most famous thing about Catherine the Great. So I, I have and I have it. I feel like in some of the historic shows that I watch, they have mm-hmm. touched upon that. But I just didn't know that, that it was Catherine the Great. But um, I I mean, I like her for organizing a coup and getting rid of her husband and becoming the queen, the empress. Or So I, I love that about her. Um, So, I mean. I'm smiling from ear to ear, like yes. Okay, I feel like she might be my grandmother, my great 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 grandmother. Yes. One of so my problems great. with the historical figures, guys, is like you ever see a painting of someone and they sound like such a badass from like 1642, and then you see a and it's like, you know, I don't know. 
So if you go on Wikipedia, Catherine the Great doesn't look as intimidating as my picture of her, but it's just a painting. It's not. I uh, mean, have you seen Rob's photo from the Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. The yellow shirt you're talking about, that one? <laughs> Marigold, okay? Marigold <laughs> is his color. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So the, the, the painting that they did back then uh, doesn't hold up as well. That's the genuine article. Okay, well, what about Genghis Khan? So, there there is a Netflix series. Now, mm-hmm. I'd be lying if I said uh, the name of it. But, or maybe it wasn't even Netflix. It might have been like Showtime or Stars of this. It doesn't. It doesn't feature Genghis Khan, but there is this like guy that comes in as like a painter, and Genghis Khan likes him, and so he stays around. But so I don't like Genghis Khan from from the series that I watch. Okay, he wasn't that nice to his wife, but although his wife wasn't, it really it really should be Genghis Khan's wife and Catherine the Great going against each other. But we know that Genghis Khan, he liked young women. He had many, 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 many lovers. Um, Mm -hmm. And he had a lot of sons, too. And one of his sons is kind of cute. But that's all I know from that show. Okay, that's all. Yeah, so I guess what we're going off of is that Genghis Khan is the ancestor of at least 0.5% of the world's population. He had a large harem of the most beautiful women he could capture or acquire in other ways. About 2,000 to 3,000 women. And his sons and grandsons followed suit. Yeah, he's famous that that yeah, millions of people. Uh, are so he had a lot descendants. of check marks in the day planner. Is what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. Will Chamberlain had nothing on him. He oh. was not. He was not the scoring leader that season. Eleven sixty mm-hmm. to twelve twenty seven. Uh, if if uh, Catherine the Great is Cersei Lannister, he's Khal Drogo from the beginning of Game of Thrones. Very violent. Uh, supposedly he was actually an inspiration for Khal Drogo. Uh, his armies are uh, supposed to have killed over forty million people. I think this guy would be canceled if he was around nowadays. Yes. Forty million people. Uh, he was in. Uh, uh, he once killed someone by pouring molten lava over them, which is also oh. what Caladrogus did to what was his name, Viserys, um, in yeah. the begin in the very beginning yeah. of Game of Thrones. Uh, he had lots of wives and concubines. He frequently acquired wives and concubines from empires and societies they had conquered. These women were also were often princesses or queens taken captive. Uh, and like you said, sixteen million um, people just in that area who had DNA traces that they were direct descendants of Genghis Khan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did yeah. he have any relationships with animals? Oh. <laughs> I mean, he was definitely freaky. That's a good question. I mean, Will Chamberlain had 20,000 mm-hmm. women, didn't even get past Rodman in the play-in round. Right. <laughs> Genghis Khan, but we're this- talking about 2,000, 3,000 women. Mm-hmm. Catherine the Great, yeah. allegedly. Of course. You know, even if she didn't actually try to copulate with a horse, People thought she could have and believed it. Right. And for me, it's the concubines for me. So Gongus King is canceled for me. So I like, yeah, I, yeah, it's listen, if I'm going to go out, let, let the story be told three horses. Okay. So three horses, three, if I'm going to go out, they can't all be fake, right? At least one of them has to be true then. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. What if so, the story about Bryce's three horses? We're gonna have to, you know, we're not gonna be able to deny it. I mean, listen, but I mean, what better than I mean? Although Genghis Khan, you know, might make us all related, but still, mm-hmm. in my opinion, it just don't have nothing on the urban legend of the horse. Mm-hmm. So it's true. It's, 
It's my girl Catherine. Okay, it's Auntie Catherine for me. Okay. You also, Genghis Khan never let people like take pictures or not literally pictures, but uh, paint, paint uh, uh, portraits of him. So I, unlike uh, Catherine, we don't know what it looks like. But also, to me, that means like if he was really like the hottest dude in town, I feel like he would have let. You know what I mean? Like maybe right. he was hiding so, something. So we couldn't get no selfie with him. Like uh, no please, selfie. Oh, God. Yeah. We're just no Genghis Khan. What he looked. Like. No cat face Snapchat filter with Genghis. Bye, mm-hmm. boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're moving on from Genghis Khan. All right. Catherine, more, great. More like Genghis Consult. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. All right, now we got some authors in the uh, in the second half of the uh, uh, historical figures. Yeah, okay. always the most exciting. Yeah, uh, J- Irish writer James Joyce, born eighteen eighty two, uh, died in nineteen forty one. He's famous for Ulysses, a very boring. Was book. this a Megan the Librarian pick? I think she did. She wanted to put in historical figures. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. This this was these this was really the region that didn't come from Bryce's Twitter list. Mm-hmm. Why 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 not? Why would you just assume that, Robert? Well, we're talking yeah. about authors. She's Megan I, the Librarian. I mean, I got a um an Amazon audio book or two. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you have any James um, Joyce? Uh, Who that? <laughs> we'll find well, out. I. I I had to read James Joyce in, I, I had to take like a couple classes after college just to finish because I was only on, on campus for six semesters. And one of them was with a James Joyce scholar, this lady who was like in Hunter College. She was like 55 and she had never finished her doctorate and was like still like trying to become, you know, like a full time professor, or whatever. And James Joyce, it was just so boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was probably one of the most boring classes I ever took. Okay. Anyway, uh, James, his writing was avant garde. He was a stream of consciousness style. And sometimes ignored the rules of grammar. That's freaky. Okay. Uh, Ulysses, his most famous book, Bryce, contains a sentence that's over 3,500 words long. Oh. Our, uh, that's our, not like... That is freaky. Our eighth grade English teachers would have just failed us if we tried. That. Okay. Yes, that's how I write on Twitter. So, so what's the part where he's the freakiest freak? All right. We're going to get there. Listen, this is from Megan the Librarian. She knows who's freaky. Uh, when a portion of his book featuring sexual content was printed in an American magazine in 1921, the publishers were arrested, arrested and charged with obscenity. Uh, she said the people were writing in to submit uh, James Joyce to the Google form. Why? His love letters to his wife are very freaky. Mm. He, she says, too freaky to be read on the podcast, but the weirdest part is that he was very into his wife farting. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, I love it. Let's see. Oh. Let's see. Okay. All right, let's see what Mary th- Shelley, th- the author of Well, hold on. Uh, 13 yeah. NSFW lines from James Joyce's incredibly dirty love letters. Uh, you want to read see. some? Let's see if we could handle let's it. Let's see. Um, if- you just eat, Bryce? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he says in, in one of them, uh, he talks about the last drop of seed. Seeds, baby! <laughs> <laughs> he talks about let me see if there's anything that i can read oh here uh, in 1941 they was getting like this. yeah jesus he said I uh, mean, it's the du- yeah he says bryce here uh perhaps the horn i had was not big enough for you <laughs> for i remember uh and then i can't read the second part yeah you right okay. i need a oh, never mind yeah <laughs> Okay. 
All right. He might be I mean, too listen, freaky. I, he, I think there's like a, 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 you know, you might want to get to a certain level and then above that, it's like, all right, we can't go beyond disturbing. this point. But for mm-hmm. me, it's the Dutch oven. So, I mean, okay, I, mm-hmm. that's, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm here for the the Nora Bake oven. Yeah. Okay. Did she so. write letters back to him? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't know. because, uh, yeah, these are very offensive. Uh, all these letters that he that he wrote to her, and then he he ended up uh, with uh, on December second, nineteen ninety. He said, uh, "Darling, do not be offended at what I wrote." Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Yeah, if you say no offense, he so he invented no offense. If you say no offense at the end, everything in there you're absolved from. You know, I think that the difference between writing a dirty letter and then maybe mm-hmm. uh sexting is that like when you get no response to the, the I think then it's mm-hmm. like okay, well maybe. That the message is not hitting the intended target where, yeah. you know, he wasn't writing some of these things and then seeing like three dots. Uh, like uh, <laughs> Right. You're saying he would have been ghosted in, in modern times. I think but so. But he didn't realize until he might have written six letters before he ever got one back. Right. 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 Okay. All right. That's Let's see what Mary Shelley James has to Joyce. say. So an, an English writer, 1797 to 1851, she wrote Frankenstein as a teenager, basically hmm. creating the genre of science fiction. Her mom was a radical feminist writer who unfortunately died shortly before giving birth to her. When Mary was being wooed by her eventual husband, they would meet secretly at her mother's grave, and that's where she uh, slept with him for the first time. Her personal life was scandalous. She ran off to Europe with Percy, her her husband, in 1814. She was just 16, even though he was a married man. At one point, she uh, attended a church service where the sermon was specifically preaching against her. That seems like uh, (laughs) embarrassing. (laughs) So then Percy died. Yeah, it was like a roast. <laughs> the roast of Mary Shelley. Uh, Percy dies in 1822, so she's a widow in her early 20s. Uh, and then she cremated him, so uh, they wouldn't burn. it wouldn't burn his heart when they cremated so she kept his heart as a memento and carried it around with her. Yeah. Uh, and when she died, they found it in her desk wrapped in the pages of one of his poems. I, listen, this is all they have for Mary Shelley. James Gro- Joyce grosses me out, but also seems like a much bigger freak, so I don't know. I mm. mean, the, but could you imagine... Like going to like the synagogue or church, and like mm-hmm. you know, going with your family. Like, come on, let's go today. We gonna go today, mm-hmm. and then they're like, and those podcasters out there, <laughs> yeah. The, the, I, I'm no more. Th- I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be awkward. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, although not um, they should do that more than listening to a podcast that's talking about uh, a podcaster. Hmm. You don't have to go there. Listening to a podcast that's talking about. I just, uh, <laughs> the, the heart thing is a power move. Like, I do think carrying around your dead husband's heart is pretty wild, but I don't know oh. how freaky it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that losing her virginity on her parents' grave is pretty freaky. Yeah. That is freaky. That is her, that is her sort of calling card. I'm going to go with Joyce. What do you think, Bryce? I mean, if you carrying around your dead husband's heart, I feel like your nickname should be Musty. Um, mm-hmm. So. Uh, ooh, I, uh, I don't know. I'm. I feel like I'm going with Mary only because she just, for me, seems a little bit more of like of a rebel. Hmm. Yeah. So this is really the crux of where we're at here today, because I feel (laughs) like that the James Joyce thing, I think, definitely fits the bill of what I was worried about coming into this of like, are we just Mm going to explore the sexual deviance of all time? Mm -hmm. And I think that James Joyce, I think, definitely checks a, a lot more of those boxes in terms don't of don't shame james joyce rob listen people are into weird different stuff and you know we have to accept that mm-hmm. 
Like, yeah. That's why I feel like with Mary, she more lived an adventurous and risque life that doesn't necessarily have to prelude to sexual deviance. So I think, uh, and again, a lot of people that were writing in, they didn't really understand the essence of what the freakiest feek really is. So, I mean, that's why my vote here is for Mary. Hmm. Had a little lamb. What do you think, Uncle Kiwi? Well, I voted already. Yes. I don't think either of these are going to win the tournament, so I don't think it's like hugely important. I think they're going to. I think they're going to get rocked in uh, in the semifinals or the finals. To be honest, mm-hmm. that bottom half with the, with Blanche Devereaux, Cersei, and Jamie, Lil Kim, and Madonna, those are some titans of the game. I don't know the top half here. Okay. I mean, Catherine the Great's probably going to beat either of them anyway. All right, let's put Mary Shelley through so I could close this tab <laughs> on my <browser>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in incognito mode, also, right? Mm-hmm. The James Joyce stuff. <laughs> Um, all right, let's go back to something I think we're more familiar with because I don't know, these are old, okay. Books. Uh, and let's go to the reality TV region, the final region of yes, the four. Yes, we got, uh, and I gotta say, so the first one is Nene Leakes, oh. uh, and then who is John Miller, Bryce? It's Nene Leakes versus John Miller. Oh, John Miller from Sunday Night Baseball <laughs> from Love After Lockup, yes, uh, mm-hmm. season three. Uh, he has. He has a crock pot with flies above it. Oh, he, that guy. Yeah. Yes. 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 He has put in a personal ad um, in the newspaper uh, asking for Santa Claus to bring him a Christmas gift in the form of a girlfriend. And somebody actually wrote back and they were in a relationship. Um, he is someone that also de-feathers an eagle wing and puts mm-hmm. it in his freezer along with his fish sticks and breakfast sausages. <laughs> he is someone that responded to someone on writerprisoner.com, fell in love with a young lady, yes. and built an altar in the back of his truck, yes. and proposed to her the second that she got out of the penitentiary and then also and, yeah there was a mattress there also yes okay so he was planning ahead uh his creative skills uh for me are subpar i just am unsure of whether or not he really can get down in that crock pot mm-hmm. okay did he do anything else that was especially freaky after the premiere that we talked about bryce uh, I mean, well, I've kind of sort of falling off of love after lockup, so I haven't really watched a, a couple of more episodes, but he he just, his need for unhealthy relationships and his needs for, like, wanting to marry women so mm-hmm. quickly without, you know, knowing much about them uh, leads me to believe that he, I mean, he definitely has the makings of the freakiest freak. Yes. Okay. Uh, in my opinion. So tell me about Nene Leakes, who uh, has, uh, you know, famously star of the uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, correct? Correct. Uh, she also had a stint from The Celebrity Apprentice, which we don't need to discuss here today. Uh, so tell me, what is so freaky about Nene Leakes? So I think that you, I would think that you would lean more to a Nene Leakes character in the sense that. Again, this is what I mean. Someone who's unapologetically themselves. So Nene Leaks, I said what I said. Trash box. Bloop. So she's got these one-liners that stick with us. Um, she is she don't play. 
Uh, she divorced her husband, uh, then remarried him. She is just an iconic reality TV star. And I feel like her freakiness is herself and that she, listen, you know, if she say don't go in her closet, don't go in her closet. Okay. Why, what's in the, the closet? I mean, not there Marvin was one Harry episode... from Home Alone, right? <laughs> no. Okay. But there was an alleged physical altercation uh, when they were filming season 12 when she had asked the girls not to go in her closet. The girls went in her closets. And when the camera crew and producers follow, she, listen, pulled them back. And allegedly, a producer may or may not have lost his tooth in the Ooh. altercation from Nini. Okay. By wig, okay. She, you know, I, I, who can forget the country version of "Jump it, shawty, for the party." Oh, 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 oh. So, I mean, there, there is a lot to Lenithia Leaks that I feel like doesn't necessarily uh, meet the sexual. But for me, Nene Leaks is the freakiest freak. Okay, and you know, she, she's opening up a lounge, the Lenithia, the Lilith, the I can't even talk, Lenithia Lounge in Atlanta, uh, coming soon. Mm-hmm. We know that she was. Knock X back for it. Well, she's not coming back for season 13, which is very, very sad. So I will not be watching Atlanta because if the queen is not there, I won't be there. But I, there's just a lot about Nini that you, you just have to love. Okay. I, I have one more question about Nini. Uh, so uh, the Ottawa crew said she plays dirty in capital letters in all, area of her, all areas of her life. Gossip and friendship. No. Can you give it? Can you give an example if that's true? No. So, Megan, the librarian, you're going to have to go back to the Mm -hmm. almanac, okay? You can't win when you play low. So, I just feel like, you know, Nene reminds a lot of, you know, me a couple years back. So, she just is... She has, she's very tall in stature. A lot of some of the women, uh, like Kim Zosiak, have referred to Nini as a horse, uh, being so that oh. she's so big. But Call she Catherine is intimidating. <laughs> but she just, um, she, she likes it her way. Um, and when it doesn't go her way, sometimes she uses her voice. Uh, some people characterize her as a villain, other people characterize her as the heroine. Um, so I, I mean, I'm a Nene fan. I've no shy of that. So I love Nene. Uh, my vote here will go for the Lenithia. Okay. Yeah, no, you right. sold me. I think she's the clear winner between her and John Miller's not that famous, so I think Nene Leakes got to got to win this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kiva, you don't think that John Miller, uh, the baseball announcer, has a chance to advance? They all are safe <laughs> from uh, <laughs> night, from the uh, Mariners Angels uh, playoff game. Um, okay, Edgar scores. Um, okay, so now the last matchup, and then we could you know rip through the quarterfinals, fin- semifinals, and finals quick because we we went through everybody. It's the cast of Tiger King versus oh. Tiffany New York Pollard. Oh! Wow. Now, this seems very unfair to have the cast of a whole show. Uh, I mean, Bryce, do you want to cut it down to one person from Tiger King? Uh, I mean, it would either be Carol Basket or Joe Exotic. Yeah, it's got to be. Make it Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Oh, my God. This is. Oh, and you are a Joe Exotic sympathizer. I mean, I enjoy him. You feel like he's just misunderstood. I mean, parts of him are not, are misunderstood. (laughs) Other parts of him are very clear. Uh, So, because Joey Sadek is problematic all around. Um, And a lot of people can be. 
But I choose to just, you know, <laughs> look at people from a more lighthearted stance. So I, I definitely, I, I mean, Joe Exotic was obsessed with the fact that Carol Baskin felt like he killed uh, her ex-husband. And she's currently on Dancing with the Stars. And we know that uh, her ex-husband's children and ex-wife believe that it was Carol Baskin so much that when Dancing with the Stars premiered, Okay, they took out a TV ad that after Carol Baskin got done dancing, they put an ad on TV that said, if you have any information to the whereabouts or the missing information of whatever her husband's name was, please call us. Or if you have any information about Carol Baskin into the situation. Can you imagine you on Dancing with the Stars and they take out an ad and that's playing while the premiere of Dancing with the Stars? Now that's... Yeah, kind of a troll good. move by ABC to even take that ad, right? I mean, hey, money talks. Times be tough, so. Akiva. True. <laughs> That's true. Maybe we could buy an ad on Dancing with the Stars. You think they're really struggling? Um, what would we say? <laughs> I will listen. We got a big ep this week. We got Bryce on. <laughs> <laughs> we should promote it. We should go straight to the top. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so do are we doing Joe Exotic or the yeah. whole cast of Tiger King? Yeah, I mean, I think be, the whole cast would plummet Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Um, but however, I mean, Tiffany can stand on her own two feet. She is the original HBIC. She is what people. I, I mean, for honestly, she is the original reality like trashy but lovable star i mean with without tiffany there would be no nini leaks mm-hmm. you know with tiffany first of all she loved and dated and possibly had sex with flavor Flav. so that's probably <laughs> like a thousand points right there yes and then um, uh he also like uh, our, our first person lynette famous for clock positions yes okay uh and she, you know, it is Halloween season. You know, during her first season, uh, the classic, bye, pumpkin, bye, pumpkin, and pumpkin went, mm-hmm. okay, spit in New York's face, okay? Then she came back to be a coach on the second season of Flavor of Love, and then she went from being coach to back into the contestant of Flavor of Love again, and then Flavor did not pick her. He went with Delicious. He went with Hoops the first time, Delicious the second time. Uh, but the one thing that for me with the freakiest, why I love New York as the freakiest freak is that her hustle and that she has been on reality TV for over a decade now. You know, New York gets a job. You know, New York has been on countless other reality shows and she's just still loved on social media. She now has a new show that got picked up on uh, VH1 brunch with Tiffany. Uh, and she has, you know, since, and then, I mean, Tiffany's got her mom, mama Pollard, who, I mean, she could definitely be on the freakiest freak bracket, but you know, New York is very open about just everything. So New York is just great. So I, so it's hard to go up against Joe exotic who has two husbands, uh, you know, stealing money from his parents dressing up in them shirts with them hats Mm -hmm. uh so i mean it's a hard one for me but i probably would have to go with oh don't hate me tiffany but i probably would have to go with just joe exotic because (laughs) tiger king joe exotic i think is the biggest like uh tiffany pollard certainly the more accomplished person but if we're going off of 
who's the freakiest freak here? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's Joe Exotic. I mean, right. You know, he, he ran for governor. So, I mean, listen. I, <laughs> Rupert could be a freaky yeah. freak. Mm-hmm. Maybe he should be. <laughs> um, the, all right. So, How could you say I, that about me, Akiva? <laughs> Um, I guess Mike Pence was just a little freakier. <laughs> um, it's the fly for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fly will find the, the fly. Yeah. Oh, that fly should have been in there. Um. All right. So let's let's go straight to the quarterfinal matchups. Uh, Bryce, what do you think about Joe Exotic versus Nini? Oh, it would definitely be Joe Exotic. Right. Mm-hmm. Joe Exotic's got to win this one, I think. Yes. Um. And and then I think we're all going to agree. Catherine the Great beats Mary Shelley, right? Yes. Uh, the horse beats sure. the heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Um. All right. So let's get to the hard ones on the bottom. The bottom half of the bracket ended up being stacked. So we got Blanche against Jamie and Cersei. Oh. <sighs> I have to say, I'm in a pickle of a pickle myself because that one is hard. Yeah. Get some Kool Aid on that pickle. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. I would I mean, say, to me, I would say my vote is for Blanche Devereaux. She is one person, and the Lannisters are two people. And that, other than their twins that want to, uh, you know, be married and with each other sexually, uh, I don't know if there's a ton more that's super freaky about Jamie and Cersei. I mean, Jamie was the got that one slayer. thing. I yeah. mean, yeah, but the one thing that essentially <laughs> killed the society. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I would probably. I, I mean, that rationale does break it down. Um, I just think that Jamie and Cersei, their name is just so big. But no, I feel like you're right. I feel like Blanche exudes every part of what the freakiest freak is. So my vote would probably be for Blanche Elizabeth Devereaux. Also, I will say that Blanche has almost no secrets in that that Jamie and Cersei, their whole big thing is a secret. So if they were up to the true description of what the mm-hmm. freakiest freak was, mm-hmm. they wouldn't They'd let have the flag to, fly. But you spoiler alert for the first episode of Game of Thrones, uh, they don't need to push Bran Stark out a window because mm-hmm. everybody should know, hey, that we are brother and sister, we're together, and we don't care who knows about it. Blanche would have pushed Bran out the window for saying she was prude. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. She would have She would have invited Bran in the window. Yeah, he, she would have pulled him in the window, then realized his age, <laughs> and then maybe pushed him out. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. she would have called him in. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, so Blanche, we got some Blanche quotes, but we're going to advance her, so we're, uh, we're, we'll, we'll save them for the semis. Oh, now save we got it. the last matchup for the semifinals of, of, of the round of eight here, uh, Lil' Kim versus Madonna. Face Ooh, play. boy. So, I mean, I also want to say that just like Catherine the Great, that a rumor that was not true, a rumor in like the 1990 and early 2000s uh, was that Little Kim had to get her stomach pumped. And yes, mm-hmm. yes. Why? What happened to her? I. <laughs> It, uh, you know, they I didn't feel like to, a lot of a, a lot of a female celebrities didn't agree with her. 
She heard, so, she heard the story. She heard the story about uh, James Joyce, and she got nauseous. Um, yes. I do think that Bryce, don't you think that was common? Like every sort of every generation has like a story from some female celebrity. I think feel like they're all fake and apocryphal. Like every I forget who the one was, and when I was, you know, and as you pointed out, I'm older. Like the you know, like someone's getting their stomach pumped. I'm not sure if it ever happened. Right? No, it was never then. true. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, I also would like to say that I would lead that little Kim is a more the freakier freak because people say that like she has like transfer like she's went from an African-American woman um, in the 90s to in 2020. You don't. And this is not me. This is just what the people in the trolls say. They just always like say that on a box for her ethnicity she would check other because they hmm. just people always say she bleached her skin all these fillers and all these things so i'm just saying like you know has madonna changed persons i mean i'm just you know just more more checks for the little that is the kim um <laughs> hmm. okay. this isn't really freaky but i find it interesting her her birth date is not known price we don't know Ooh. what year she was born what little kim, little kim? No, uh, Kimberly Denise Jones. She's uh, she's like forty three. So she was born in. Um, so uh, Wikipedia says it's a big argument. Uh, some people say everyone knows her birthday. It's July eleventh. They agree, but they say some documents have seventy four. Some have seventy five. I feel like that makes you even more freaky. Okay, because you. Know I know. Me. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I like. I like when you don't. Uh, I'm in my know. early to late twenties to early thirties. So mm-hmm. I mean, listen. Not, not that I should bring her up here, but my grandmother, who I never met, my father's mother, when she, um, when when she, when, after she passed, they found the document uh, that said she was two years older than um, than she. They thought she was uh, my grandfather's whole life. She, wow, uh, she played down her age a couple years. Yeah, um, why? Yeah, what, what, what was the reason? I think maybe because she was older than my grandfather. Like, you know, I guess you want to be of dateable age at that point. You mm-hmm. want to be. Uh, yeah, her prospect status was screwed up then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, th- I think that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, so look, Kim, maybe we could get to the bottom of that one time because uh, she—I think she was arrested at some point. And I think she gave, but maybe well, she oh, just gave yeah, the oh, age yeah, there. And, oh, listen, she don't mm-hmm. snitch. How could I forget this? So mm-hmm. she had a legendary rat beef with Foxy Brown. Okay, mm-hmm. Foxy Brown came up up under Little Kim. There was this led. There's a song called uh. With, they were supposed to do an album called Thelma and Louise. Um, and there is, there allegedly have, they've recorded some songs, but we've never heard it. But Foxy Brown came up, you know, Little Kim has alleged that, you know, she gave her her clothes, her shoes. But anyway, they got into, they, they had a falling out of friends, which actually led to a shootout. Okay. Okay. A shootout. Little Kim was with Junior Mafia. Junior Mafia is was the group that Biggie was with, mm-hmm. you know, with Mace, Little C's. Uh, Little C's were there. They're allegedly shooting. And it was for years. Then it actually went to court. And when Biggie died, Little Kim was the, the breadwinner. So Little Kim was funding all of these people's lifestyles and still trying to maintain this Im- image. And Little Kim's not a snitch. So when it came time that the police were actually investigating the shootout because people were actually hurt during the shootout, um, Little Kim stood strong and said, I don't know. I don't know what happened. You know, I, listen, I, I, listen, I don't know. She didn't give no names, no nothing. But 
the same people that little Kim, little C's, living in her house, paying his bills. He went to court. They pressured him and he actually named Kim. And Kim had to do a year and a day in federal prison and Philadelphia. And here's a fun little fact. When little Kim got out of federal prison in Philadelphia, my mom dropped me off. And I was like among all of the fans that were like, yeah, with little Kim getting out. But that's awesome. And another little fact, does Madonna have this? Little Kim was a pioneer in the reality TV realm. When after she had gotten indicted and was going to jail, she had a BET series, which at the time was the highest rated reality show. Uh, and I think it was like the, the countdown to lockdown, Little Kim. Um, and, the countdown and that- to lockdown? Yes, because she was going down. She was oh, going I thought you meant when prison. we had to go to lockdown. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's just 2020. Yeah, but wasn't I mean, in March. Yeah, she's just a pioneer. Okay, okay. And you know, she's got a house in New Jersey that is forever allegedly going for foreclosure, not going for foreclosure. Mm-hmm. We don't really know. Yeah, but I mean, any listen. waterbed with uh, fur covering. <laughs> I think Biggie and Faith Evans might have had that. I don't think Kim had that for herself, but none of that. But I'm just saying, for me, it's the little to the K, okay. to the I, to the is. Mm-hmm. Is there a case to be made for Madonna advancing Akiva? I mean, longevity, I'd say like staying in the public eye, but what are, what are you going to say, Bryce? All of Little Kim. Little Kim was the first female rapper to go platinum people are still talking about little kim to this day whether or not it's about her image or her look but she still brings the headline people out so i mean little kim absolutely has longevity and actually i'm lying the brat was the first uh female rapper to go platinum little kim was the first uh female rapper to have uh consecutive albums go platinum Mm. notorious k-i-m and um hardcore Mm -hmm. sorry the brat yeah, the I haven't brat. heard the brat about the brat. The brat still around? I haven't heard about the brat in a while. <laughs> yes, she is around. And little known fact, she's actually in a uh, uh, she's in an open relationship with this woman named uh, BB Judy, who's like a, a entrepreneur, but it's really big because obviously we know a lot of people questioned the brat sexuality in the '90s. But in that time, but you you couldn't be a female rapper and actually be gay. Uh, but and then also, the uh, brat just came out, and mind you, the Brett should be on here. She just came out on the candy coated uh, YouTube show and said that she dated Allen Iverson for like six months. Wow. Whoa. I said, yeah. what in the Okay, but sorry. I don't know why I know these. These no, that's good. But Bryce is a treasure trove of information, Rob. This is yes, this is real. Yes. This is like a history lesson. I, I feel like it. that we should have had maybe a hip hop bracket and then an NBA bracket. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You gonna stop hating on these freakiest freak rap, okay? Yeah. Okay. So, but hundred million dollars at mansion for that little Kim house. Maybe we could if we pool all the listeners and then we just move everyone in together. Mm-hmm. Maybe there uh, should we'll be just an have like a TV show to fix up the uh-huh. little Kim flipper flop. Yeah. <laughs> we can get where in Jersey is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're gonna bounce Madonna. Bounce Madonna. Say goodbye to Madonna. Hello <laughs> yes, to yes. hello to Lil Kim. Uh, and you're also, of course, uh, Team Lil Kim against Nicki Minaj, Bryce. Right? Uh, d- don't uh, d- obviously Uncle Kivey. <laughs> um, yes. 
But, it, you know, it does seem like she dusts these people because like Foxy Brown after that, like uh, who's heard about Foxy Brown? Right. She hasn't, no, I think, no dropped one. an album in 20 years. Right. But then it was just uh, sad because with. But anyway, I won't. <laughs> we can say this for when I come back to give you the Little Kim history. <laughs> That's it. I'm, I'm excited. All right. So now we have the, our final four. We've got Catherine the Great versus Joe Exotic, the only mm. uh, fella left, and Blanche versus Little Kim. Mm. Now, Bryce, did Joe Exotic ever ha- try to have sex with the Tigers? <laughs> Good question. No, but we know that he would use them to lure like his lovers in or no, mm. was that that's no, but he would use them as ploy to get people in. Yes. I mean, Catherine and the some Great of them would sleep in the shack with him and his like husbands because yeah. he would have the babies. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Catherine the Great was able to pull off a bloodless coup. We can't even say the same thing about Joe Exotic. <laughs> he has a couple of homicides, I think, on his uh, record. We also feel ones. like, yeah. yes, well, Catherine Great was probably more discreet and she probably, She's and we smarter. know that, yes, and her plan actually happened. Joe Exotic's plan, the guy, <laughs> he took the money, drove to Florida, but didn't do nothing, but he went to court and said yeah. that he did take the money to kill him, but he not even in jail. Make that mm-hmm. make sense. Okay. So, I mean, I, I'm thinking Catherine the Great is more business savvy more business savvy but i think probably less of a freak than joe exotic true true mm. I, my vote's for joe exotic here over mm. Catherine the great where, where are you mm. going bryce ah uh, i mean i just don't know nothing about, I, I just don't i wish i knew i mean but urban legends mm-hmm. you know what will Joe Exotics, can Joe Exotics urban legend stand the test of time? Well, I don't so, think Joe Exotic will stand the test of time. Right. No, no. For the record, that Joe Exotic, the things about him aren't even urban legend. They're all true. <laughs> <laughs> that, mm-hmm. I mean, the best thing about Catherine the Great, Catherine the Great, is that she has something like a, a, a really crazy rumor about her that's probably not even true. But sometimes, I mean, it's like clickbait. People we, believed like, it. Pe- right. But the fact Joe that Exotic. her friend, how about this? Let me ask you a question. Let, let's pretend Catherine the Great was born 250 years later. The fact that she has the friend who does the test drive on all the potential fellas. If, yeah, if mean, you I, heard that, uh, you know, that a celebrity was doing that in 2020, that would be the biggest news of the year. That would be crazy. Hmm. If like if like Leo DiCaprio or, or uh, you know, Katy Perry was doing that, people would go banana. They'd go insane. I feel like that's pretty I freaky. I think it's smart. <laughs> you, so it's efficient, you're saying. She's weeding out the ones that are done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a Hollywood executive. You can't read every script. You got somebody that's there <laughs> reading this. Like, oh, no, mm-hmm. actually, put this on my desk. This is so actually that's the a good one. Yeah. Now, we don't endorse that now, but in 1762, it, it was probably the least of anybody's problems. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. Um. Interesting. So I, this is a tough one, Catherine the Great versus Joe Exotic. I feel like no one's ever debated this before. Yeah, we're I in mean, uncharted yeah, waters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably I'm going to go with Joe Exotic. I'm going to just because he okay. just the array of <laughs> it was the pizza meat. It's the meat. It was the meat scam for me. Not mm-hmm. even the scam, but you know, I, I don't know what Catherine was like. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Joey Zaddy. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. go with old Joey Joe. You don't think that she would go to uh, Walmart the day after <laughs> and pick up all the stuff for the horses <laughs> to be able to feed them all? I mean, I think she probably would do that. I just don't know if she would then 
make pizza out of it. You know, that's yeah. the part that gets yeah. me. So, how many it, music videos does Catherine the Great have? <laughs> I mean, at the time, it probably wasn't music videos. Yeah, maybe music. It would probably be more similar to TikTok for her, like you know, because yeah. it's more Peyton, you know. So, but yeah, that is true. But Joe Exotic probably... had three husbands, right? Or no, he was in a truple, right? He had two husbands Correct. at the same time, but then also was probably also dating on the side, right? And then at his husband's funeral, like I think two days later, he, he met his other new husband. Yeah, um, so yeah, yeah that's I'm a great place to pick up, guys. Though, yeah, it's a it, it's All a right. Joey Joe. All right, so Joey sweeps. He's in the finals. The freakiest freak of all time. That's crazy because he's also modern. Yeah, listen. Uh, if he were to win. They both but have d- descriptors in their name. One is great. Mm-hmm. One is exotic. I think <laughs> yeah, you give true. it to the exotic over great. All right, so let's go to Blanche versus Lil' Kim. Rob, <sighs> I would love if you would, for our audience, read Lil' Because we're trying to figure out if, you know, Rob, Bryce has certainly painted a picture of why Lil' Kim is iconic and definitely freaky. But is she freaky enough to win? I would love if you could read the lyrics to the Nicki Minaj Lil' Kim Freaky Girl song for us, right? Oh, okay. That, that's, is that, I think that's, uh, that's Gucci Man and Lil' Kim. She's a very freaky girl. She get it from her mama, but I mean. Yeah. But I can, is that not Rick James? <laughs> I can okay. recite them for so you was, off the top of my head, but go oh, ahead, Bryce. <laughs> yes. Would you prefer Bryce? Uh, just, no, we, no, we want Robert. Okay. But listen, no, this is the twist, though, Akiva. Okay? You just yeah. can't make it easy Actually, for I don't think Rob could sing most of this song, to be fair. Yeah. So, uh, you can, sing it or give you the, give you the words? I don't think me, you can read the words, even. I don't yeah. even think. You can try to, but I need for you to do it in your Blanche Devereaux. Oh, I think oh no. <laughs> I might be able to do, uh, do Miss Piggy. <laughs> she, no, th- a very freaky girl, <laughs> don't bring her ho- to mama. Well, this <laughs> yeah. is this a bad, who is the freaky girl? Who's the titular freaky girl in the Whoa. song? This is is Gucci Mane's lyric. This is Gucci Mane's song, Little Kim Did a Thing. But I think what would be more appropriate for the podcast and which is my all-time go-to karaoke song uh, that Mm -hmm. at every uh, pre-rock live Kia, I have always performed it is Little Kim the Jump Off. I I think that would be more podcast appropriate uh, for Rob to recite a verse and it's still you know she's still you can you know the second verse more. okay whoa 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 yeah ayo <laughs> tim man this the jump off right here man yeah, right oh Boom. whoa 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 it's queen b hey where is blanche akiva Deborah? it's yeah. the jump off come on i've been gone for a minute now i'm oh. back at the jump off oh Goons in the club in, in case, case what? something jumps off okay. and back up before the hive. Take let what the off? pump off. Oh, in the graveyard. Watch out. Mary it, Shelley is okay. where you get dumped off. Oh, all we do is party. <laughs> yeah. And by everybody at the bar, Bacardi. Oh, black Barbie dressed oh. in Bulgari. Oh, I'm trying to leave in somebody's Ferrari. Eh. Mm. Spread love. That's Best what a life. real mob do. Keep it. Keep it gangster. Look out for who? Look out for her, people. Okay. 
I'm the wicked bitch of the East. <laughs> you better Someone keep clip the peace. that. Bryce, clip that, please. We gotta, we gotta Ayo, get that. Or out come the beast. Oh, we the best. Still, there's room for improvement. Our presence is felt like a Black Panther movement. Come on, Kim. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show more. Come I on, click Kim. The, okay. I have to click the scene to to go to the next page. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Oh, I got to scroll back up. This is a long song. Oh my god. It's a long song. Yeah. Yeah. My life. Yeah. Never. But by the time Bryce is done with this song and back in to back karaoke, with them, and I'm sitting on Chrome, one of the top browsers out there, mm-hmm. seven my, times my platinum. <laughs> this he is usually does make peeps. the side note about the Chrome. Yeah. With the Bentleys, the Hummers, the Benz. Oh oh. Escalades twenty. Three inch rims, jumping out the Jaguar with the Tims. Keep your bread up, <laughs> and live good. East Coast, West Coast, West worldwide, Coast. and my players in the hood stay fly. <laughs> and if you're balling, let me hear you let say hear you right. Say, ah, I think you got to skip the next verse. Yeah. Okay. I got my eye on yeah, the is guy. There, is there one reverse? In, yes. Yes. You want me to I got a my highlight eye on the guy? And the Warren's coat. Don't you know Queen B has the ill podcast? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I just got my life. Never in a million years. Yeah. I let me tell you what hear. I'm all about. I can make <laughs> Sprite disappear in my mouth. Oh. Sprite can. Sprite can disappear oh, in my okay. mouth. Shake up what? Is that Sprite Zero or regular Sprite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems very dangerous to make yes, a Sprite I would not, can Do not do this at home. Disappear in your mouth. Uh, because mm-hmm. I feel like. Uh, is that not freaky? Okay, like, come that, on, don't yeah. uh, listen. The so, freaky girl, I can't read any of that. So, um, but can that's, I ask a that, question that about song is also the, the, the sprite can trick? Now, mm-hmm. ideally, I feel like that, um, you know, you normally drink from the sprite can, the, the side that you open, but I feel like that that is a very sharp. No, edge. you cannot start with putting that down your throat. No. What, so we start you gotta, what? You got to go with the back. You got to start gotta, with the yeah, bottom. You got to go from back Corpse. to front if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna put and a now, whole do you take, can. Do you open up the can? Like, is it a full can, or do you, or do you sort of take off the popping tab? Um, and and yeah, I think you'd have to keep it open. I'm trying to think if I could do that because I think the impressive Ow. part of that feat, wow. I think, is yeah. the width and not the length. Uh huh. <laughs> I think both. I think that the. The width is is the super impressive part. I don't think that. Uh, I don't. Has Lil Kim ever tried this? Was that was there ever? See, if she wrote this song today, mm-hmm. I wonder if there would be like uh like uh you know because this is from two thousand three. If there would be like a video like, can Lil Kim you know actually do this? Yeah. on Jimmy Fallon that night or something. I don't Stream know. Stream album nine and yeah. find out. Akiva, yeah. if, if this yeah. was you, would it be a Coke Zero can? <laughs> I am a Coke Zero guy. Yeah, I, I I am loyal to the to the brand, so it would be a Coke Zero can. Mm-hmm. But you know they have those like uh, like the shot type yeah. cans. I think that would be easier. Although I wonder if it was an unopened uh, can, I think that would mm-hmm. probably be safer. You know the kids who used to not open the can of soda; they'd buy it from like the vending machine in school or wherever, and they would just do that thing where they open it a tiny bit and they sort of shake it out. Never, Bryce or Rob, you ever see yes. somebody do that trick when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. I was Where always like a, to... sort of like, 
Yeah, you, and it, it was, was like just skirt like, out, like like mm-hmm. sh- out. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about. I was but, those kids, but I, I I always like you know had to drink half the can of my first. Yeah, time. I was now, a pig. What do you think about like you know those? Because sometimes when I can't sleep, I watch random videos on YouTube and um or like and they're like the amazing hacks. What's your thoughts about on the soda can? I can't tell you the last okay. time I had a soda First can. First off, but- Bryce, will you come back and will your next podcast appearance be uh, the greatest hacks? Yes. Robin and Akiva are the greatest hacks. Listen, I, I honestly, it's a shame because whenever I go to YouTube, literally it's new videos of the greatest hacks. I don't know why when I can't sleep. I love I that just, too, by the way. I, I really, I like, I will always click but, on an article of like 30, here's 33 household but hacks. some of them, like, it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. bitch, that's not really a hack, okay? <laughs> but I mean, I digress. Do you know what we're but, talking about, Akiva? Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with the things. Uh, listen, the YouTube rabbit hole in the middle of the night is certainly something I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. And listen, but and then it's like I'll go to sleep 20 minutes before my alarm clock up and wonder like why I'm so tired. But anyway, they say that on the can, when you open the can, you're supposed to spin it around and put your straw through there and it's supposed to be a straw holder. Why? Why, why do I need a straw holder? Right. Well, first of all, when you open the can, it's uh, like a circle right there. So that's that's one of the hacks that I debate about. And I may or may not. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed that I'm about to tell you this, but I may or may not like a month and a half ago got into a comment war underneath a YouTube post because I was like, hack number three with the can don't make sense. Yeah. But then judy 738 from colorado was like but if you're in a car and you know you're driving and you're holding the can if you put the straw you turn the thing around and sit the straw in there it won't move as around as much so you can keep your eye on the road and hold the can bitch why who who thinks of that hmm yeah. Like I was going back and forth with her on YouTube, a comment underneath one of these hats. But okay, but I got a little angry real quick. Ten nine eight seven six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but okay, I just yeah. Just I want to hear more about the hacks it. another time. But mm-hmm. I put that yes. on the wheel if Bryce would come back. Okay, so the, you make the strong case for Little Kim. What, what Little Kim? It's this. Is this Little Kim versus Blanche Devereaux? Yeah, she's it got is. a man in Japan and a dude in Tahiti. Can <laughs> Blanche Devereaux, can she put a can, any a, any can, and can she put a can of Ensure in her mouth? <laughs> I don't know if a real Southern belle would do that. Yeah, she wouldn't I, do like, that. You know, she's too dignified. So well, let's let's put it both ways, Bryce. Like. Could could Blanche Devereaux have have rapped this song? I'm going to say no. Uh, could Lil Kim have been the Blanche? That she shouldn't. Yeah. Yes. Should could 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 Lil Kim have been the Blanche on the Golden Girls? I'm going to say she could have played Blanche. She on could Golden have Girls. been, and that would have would that would have made the Golden Girls epic. A a a, a person of color Golden Girl yeah. with Sophia and Rose. Like I'm just saying, but. Yeah. Was, was, was the hip-hop Golden Girls the uh, Lady Marmalade? <laughs> yeah, okay. It could have been with Maya, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. Christina, Christina Aguilera, who had the kiss with Madonna. Mm-hmm. The aforementioned. <laughs> Br- Bryce, who would, be, who would be the Golden Girls now? If you're recasting Golden Girls for 2020, you're the showrunner. Who are you putting in Golden Girls, Bryce? So, I mean, I don't know because... Uh, <sighs> 
It's a lot. Because for me, I would make it a Golden Girls of all colors. Okay, like that's just where I will go with it. Um, and sure. So, and, and and if I'm thinking of like older women, like you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I just I I think that I would have to cast. Oh my god, this is a hard one because there there was. Uh, oh my god, who would I pick? There's just so many because it's like, do I pick them as old? Like, do y'all know who uh, Alfre Witter? Am I saying yeah, right? Witter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So I would have to, she would have to be. I mean, I is the view to, really the uh, modern day Golden Girls? No. The view? <laughs> wait, yeah. Whoop, wait, that, wait, but you, do you know that we're big Whoopi stands on yeah, this Whoopi's, podcast? Yeah, like, Whoopi's are number one on this podcast. We Bryce. watch Whoopi you know movies. That. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we're hey, all about Whoopi. We know everything about her. Did you hear about that? They're trying to get Sister Act 3. Yeah. yeah, yeah breaking yeah, news. That's you. very we exciting. We forgot to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I'm here for it, okay? I, sister, so, okay, I know I'm just getting all time. Do you want Alfre Woodard? Who's she playing? She's been married for almost 40 years to the same fella, Alfre Woodward. So I, I would probably say that Alfre would be, have yeah, to be more it's, And it's of not the, a reality show. I mean, right? No, I know. I know. She could play anybody. Just think, think back. Thank you. I She would have to be, I would say, not Blanche, Dorothy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Angela Bassett is Blanche. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to. That'd be a so good hard. get. If you could get Bassett for network TV, that would be a, that's a good get. It's Netflix, Akiva. Oh, you were rebooting on Netflix? Yeah. Is Alfred Woodard best known for Desperate Housewives, Bryce? Do you think that's her number one uh, most no. known role? Oh, my, no? oh my God. Akiva. Oh, boy. Akiva. Akiva. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Alfre Witter has so many black no, for classics sure. that yeah. just don't make I, the first movie. What's her uh, top four on IMDb? Okay, yeah. She was in a long. Wait, was she in a long walk home? Yeah. No. Okay. You're, well, uh, she, you, uh, Bryce, I don't think you're gonna love her, uh, her her top four, which includes Star Trek: First Contact. Oh, okay. No She's thanks. Captain Picard's love interest in that one. Uh, she's in one of Akiva's favorite K packs. With Kevin Spacey. Oh, I hate Spacey, yeah. <laughs> She's in Captain America Civil War and 12 Years Probably a Slave. Probably nice payday. So, uh, they're really highlighting... Well, it's all movies. No yeah, TV. a lot of that's, I think, maybe our most in her top That's four. her most famous TV role, I'll, I'll, I'll amend my comment, I think, to say. Right. But she actually, I forget what movie it was that I actually really enjoyed as a child that my mom used to always watch, where it was like, she got killed on a bus and she, her and three other people, they followed this kid around. They were like his mm-hmm. ghost. Um, but hmm. yeah, Alfred Ritter is just amazing. Um, and I, I don't know who, who we the left. Principal in radio. Yeah. Um, all right. So are we, so I think we're going to, are we advancing Lil Kim or Blanche and are they beating Joe exotic? That's what we need. Wait, did, I, were you going to give us some Blanche quotes? You've been teasing this throughout oh, the whole yes. show. Right. Okay. So let me, let me read some Blanche. Quotes. We got so some maybe- Lil Kim quotes. Yeah, we we got we got more than uh, more than a few. But that freaky song to me is going to be hard to beat because this is a freak. This is the freakiest freak of all time, and I think you need like. All right, uh, I'm sing. We said the I'm single one. She said, "You know how fragile men's egos are. Do the smallest things, such as scream at the wrong name, and they go to pieces." She said, uh, "I was with a gentleman caller when I was interrupted. I could have lost my balance and chipped a tooth." <laughs> hmm. I feel like that's like 80s freaky, you know? 
Yeah, like that I feel wouldn't like be you're, so you're no selling the Blanche Devereaux quotes. No, I'm not no selling it. Um, I would love like a top thirty that I could really choose from. They, <laughs> okay, here we go. Quotes. I got the top twenty favorite Blanche Devereauxisms. Uh, she said, <laughs> uh, "My God, Dorothy, you're right. I ought to start meeting men lying down." <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I'm mad at that. Yes. Uh, she said, Sophia, by placing this pearl necklace between my bosoms, does it make me look like I'm a sex-starved slut who's in need of a man to bed? <laughs> Sophia says, yes. Blanche says, good. Then pearl it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I think Blanche Devereaux might got little kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's how many seasons? That's that's like seven seasons or six seasons. One hundred sixty-four fellas. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty good numbers. They're not Chamberlain-esque, but that's not bad. Yeah, busy day. And planner. she might be past her prime, also. Yeah. So who are you? So Bryce, you're voting for Blanche over Lil Kim. I mean, I think I have to. And what about you, Rob? <sighs> okay, all right. Well, if if Bryce, who knows the Lil Kim yeah. biography as well mm-hmm. as he does, if he's saying Blanche, then Blanche it is. I just only right. say that because Little Kim is really big on paying homage to people, um, yeah. which is why she gets into fights. And I definitely think that uh, Blanche Devereaux would have sparked a lot of the what is known as the Little Kim's freedom. So, you know, in order to pay homage, it has to be Blanche. Okay. And then we have Blanche Devereaux, mm-hmm. Joe Exotic. Who is the <laughs> freakiest freak? Yeah. Uh, so hard. Uh, I mean, there's a lot about Blanche Devereaux. I, I mean, I don't know. If I go to style, I feel like Blanche Devereaux and Joe Exotic both rock the mullet really well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a point for both of them. Um, they both love men. Another point for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Blanche Devereaux owned her home in Miami. Yep. Uh, Joe Exotic did not. His mom owned it. So, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like Blanche is more of a timeless, freakiest freak. And yes. she did not hide who or what she was. She, you know, talked about it she was love her friends and she's just a good old southern belle now i know joe exotic you know he was a you know the trade of all trade uh or the jack of all jack <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know if he was trade I mean, of all trade yeah not the trade of all trade <laughs> but you know a jacksman of all jacksmen and you know he was an entrepreneur um but i just i don't know if freakiest freak for me again is just unapologetically who you are loving yourself and i feel like only because blanche did not get tied into as many controversies or controversies as the joe that is the exotic who sits behind bars currently mm-hmm. i um my vote probably is going to be for Blanche Devereaux. Okay. I I just think that when yeah. I saw her, I was like, wow, that was a great one. I can't believe I didn't think of uh, putting her on the bracket. So, I mean, I, that's somebody that I can stand behind, somebody that I look up to, somebody that I, you know, want to emulate myself like. So I love me a, a Blanche Elizabeth Devereaux. Mm. And you'd be happy if she's the freakiest freak of all time, you're saying. You'd be comfortable with that decision, right? I, I would be, yes. 
I would add to this that Blanche Devereaux has a legacy which has stood the test of time where the Golden Girls has not been on the air for what, probably 25 years that uh, Rue McClanahan has uh, long moved on to the alternate side and Joe Exotic came on the scene hot way back when in March and has kind of almost been forgotten and we are but you know six seven months out from Mm -hmm. the peak of tiger king madness a year from now i think we would look back poorly on the decision to make joe exotic the freakiest freak of all time i don't think it would hold up i agree i mean but joe exotic has to moved on to the other side as well too uh but (laughs) His other side includes not dropping the soap. Uh, (laughs) He's still on this earth, though. Yes, yes, yes. No, I think it would be an honor. And I think that Rue would wear the title and appreciate the title of the freakiest freak. So I am very happy with that decision. So a couple more more freaky things about uh, Blanche. Uh, Her dad's name is Curtis Big Daddy Hollingsworth. I think that's pretty cool. Big Daddy. Um, I like the fact that that she was completely faithful to her husband for like a zillion years. And then the second he's gone, she just goes absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. You know, she like she she says she never cheats on him, but then he's gone and forget it. So I like the idea of like later in life. She's really sowing her oats. Um, downside, you know, maybe uh, maybe she'd be canceled in, in 2020. Blanche. For what? Why would she be canceled? Oh, I think she's got problems. Doesn't she have a gay son and she's she's uh, she's not so cool with it. It may be settled by the end of the show. Uh, you know what it is? It's her brother. Oh, and, her brother. Sorry. But I, the dilemma of that was that it is true. However, I mean, oh, that, I forgot about it. it was her brother. But the issue of that in that episode or what was going on was that the brother like he hid it but did not hide it from her so that was her whole issue but by the time of it because dorothy had to speak with her she really got it together but i felt like that was a real conversation some people just are uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with it and it's okay to be uncomfortable with it but Mm -hmm. you gotta allow and let your and love your brother for who he is and by the end of that episode or that like season she really appreciated her brother so i mean but that was a good point though but yeah so i uh I, I, I think know. they did use her really to make like the very special episodes. They usually used a Blanche plot, you know, like, all right, she's doing something wrong or she has a problem mm-hmm. with somebody. Um, yeah. So the 2020 Blanche maybe would be uh, wouldn't be a Republican, probably. But <laughs> um, but no, I mean, she was she was a Republican in the show. Um, yeah, I think we could put make Blanche the winner. I think she's the clear choice here. She's gone through the harder region, the harder half of the bracket. Joe Exotic, I think people will be annoyed if we have him as the winner because he's already been he's left the nation's consciousness whereas blanche will be there forever so congratulations blanche Devereaux, the freakiest freak <laughs> of all time wow yeah what an honor you a freak i'm a freak yes i did not think when i woke up this morning that i would be saying blanche Devereaux is the freakiest freak of but all like, time listen here here we are. I stand for uh, Blanche, and I love the Golden Girls, and I would be here for a, a reboot. No, I think it's a no-brainer to reboot it, Bryce. I think I think you're printing money if you reboot it. Yeah. Yes. 
Okay. Call, it, call a price of people. Well, we've got uh, some ideas for you. Yes. And another thing about the Golden Girls, uh, which I always felt bad. And whenever I, and it's funny because I was talking with Barb today and that I don't know how, why the Golden Girls came up, but th- my mom always says this fun fact about the Golden Girls that Sophia was actually the youngest yes. of yes. them all. Yes. But they always dressed her up to be older. But what I always think when I, I remember, like going to like my dad's house and my aunt Helen would always watch it and we would like eat dinner on the TV and watch it. But uh, I always remember just as a child watching it that I was like, oh my God, they so, oh. Um, but when I watch back now of the Golden Girls, like they were supposed to be in their 50s. Like they, they mm-hmm. weren't old at all. It was mm-hmm. just so crazy. And again, just, I don't know why I'm just plugging the Golden Girls, but just the timelessness of the show and just how it, is it's still funny to this day i remember watching as a kid like i don't understand what's great about this but you know 10 o'clock on hallmark channel and night i will be cracking up at the golden girls but so it's an honor to give the title to blanche elizabeth Devereaux. okay wow uh congratulations what great freakiest freak bracket today bryce uh this was amazing (laughs) wow robert i thank you so much (laughs) Thanks, Bryce. <laughs> I was waiting for a, where, where's the Kermit? Uh, I I can't even attempt a Kermit. <laughs> Bryce, you know I can relate <laughs> because sometimes I feel like I'm being green, but I feel like if I was purple, that would not be so easy either. Oh, Whew, where is my hair, <laughs> Bryce? Of course, uh, this was so wonderful. Where where can people check out more your updated weekly rankings of the greatest freaks? Yes, if you you want more of the updated freakiest freaks, I do Freak of the Week every Tuesday on the Purple Pants Podcast. You can check me out on Twitter, the Instagram, Bryce Isaiah. And if you is just over 2020 and you want some freak in your life in 2021, the Bryce Isaiah 2021 Zaddy calendar yes. is available. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's selling like hotcakes. So you might want to get up on it. Okay. Before it's on the other side. And the other side, I don't mean what Joe Exotic said. I mean, so out. You can click the links to all of my social medias. But yes, the Bryce Isaiah 2021 Zaddy calendar is, listen, it's what you need to get through your day. Okay. All right. Bryce, anything else you want to share with the listeners? I'm so excited to be here. Uh, I'm, thank you so much, Uncle Kivi, for keeping Bryce. it on the wheel, even though Robert has tried to take it down. It mm-hmm. wasn't that bad. I was nervous. Robert. Yeah, I was nervous. But no, this was uh, wonderful. Yeah, I'm always happy to be here. And yes, I'm excited. So no, thank you so much. It's an honor. I, I feel like I, um, I'm popping my Renap cherry. So I'm, <laughs> you were, you I'm, were on for the family feud, but not so. Yeah, low. but that was, I mean, that was like 10 people ensemble. there. Yeah. Not like this. Not we, like we this. wanted a one-on-one day with Bryce. We didn't want yes. a group. Yes. Date. And whether it's talking about the greatest tax or something else, we can't wait for you to come back. Yes. I listen. Once I'm done with the horses, I'll be back. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. (laughs) All right. Uh, Akiva, anything else about the Freakiest Freaks? No, listen, we got, uh, you know, to get five minutes of Bryce would be an honor. So for two plus hours, this was incredible. I'm so happy. It's been two hours. Oh, oh my God. Did you miss something? Did we keep you? No, I just, I, I, it always amazes me how the time flies by because I, I was like, did we get to 45 minutes for two hours? Yeah. This was a long one. All right. 
Uh, Bryce, thank you so much. Uh, we will have a mailbag and we'll be right back after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, mailbag time here for episode number 104. We'll spin the wheel, Akiva. You ready? I am ready. That was a long first part, so maybe we'll do, uh, you know, we don't want to keep people for 10 hours. I'm sure they've got better (laughs) things to do. Right. Yeah, I've got a uh, hard out that I have to uh, jump onto, and so uh, we'll keep it a quick mailbag, the hurry-up offense. All right, I'll run the hurry-up offense. Let's start with old business, Rob. Um, A couple things. Let's add something to the wheel with your permission. Yeah. Uh, so Corey B. has been working on a, uh, something we discussed, which is called Two Truths and a Lie, where, where shouldn't it be two lies and a truth? I don't know. Where basically three people I come it was on. To tell the truth. To tell the truth. Right, right, right. Where basically I think three people come on and they all tell us the same story, essentially, which is, uh, you know, I uh, jumped off, at, jumped out of an airplane, let's say, for, exa- for example, and. Um, Right. The, you know, it didn't open up and I almost died. I've crashed into the right. bushes. And right. we have to suss out. I can fit a which, Sprite can in my mouth. Yeah, I can fit a Sprite can. We have to figure out by asking pointed questions, which of the three is telling the truth. And he has six different or something like that, different trios where we'll have him come on and we'll figure it out. And I think we'll get all of them. We'll go. We'll bat a hundred, a thousand percent. No um, doubt. So I th- are you fine? He already has the, the cruise. He's got everything set. He's been mm-hmm. working on this for a while. Are you okay? Are you ready to put this on the wheel? Sure. Okay. So if it's ready to go, we it's put ready it on to the go. Wheel. Corey B says, "Yeah." Okay. There you go. Um. Uh, one old, one more piece of old business from last week. You mentioned the Robin Akiva table read. Yes. Um. And I, my hesitation for that was, I just want to pick the right idea. I'm fine doing it, but I do think we should like nail a home run. And my suggestion was. What if we did an original piece of content? You wanted to do existing. So let's, let's hear what the listeners had to say about that, okay? Because uh, there okay. was a lot of opinions about the table read. Um, I'm just going to give you some suggestions about what we should do for the table read. Okay. Um, a Seinfeld episode, in particular, the contest came up. Okay. We have um, the, uh, an episode of The Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. That's from Will for America. Yeah, in- so I think that the Seinfeld episode is never going to be as funny as the actual Seinfeld episode. Like, I think I that agree, what I we, agree. I think what we were doing should be ironically funny. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Um, someone said, "What about Rob's spec script of Thirty Rock?" If we if we uh, sort of aired that out, mm-hmm. I think that's a funny suggestion. Thirty Rock has just like uh, you know n- nine million characters. Uh, like, I would I would rather do the Big Bang Theory episode. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Um. Someone said, what about Rob's spec script on her own on her Twitch with, for uh, yes. Legally Blonde? That's a movie. I, don't yeah, th- that's I think a we're sticking to TV movie. shows, right? Yeah, let's um, see. If, but she had the idea the of what about an episode version. of Survivor, which made me laugh. Yeah, I, I think that that would be uh, more fun no, but what than you, funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so Survivor's too long, you're saying? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and, it is an interesting please, idea. Like, I, uh, I didn't think about that This isn't the 32 fans Patreon. Don't steal all my Survivor content that I need that for the main podcast feed. 
This is not a survivor podcast. You're saying we steal your No, I'm, when I'm people saying, are, look, you do You're all, saying people are so desperate for for Chester's takes. You can have them <laughs> no, on RHP. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that, I'm saying that I, I that I would not uh the, the little bit of survivor content that I have right now that I am I, mm-hmm. I need to do in the main survivor feed. Is what I'm saying. Sure. I mean, uh, what I'm saying is if you want that, you can take it. I'm never, you know, I'm <laughs> always up for, you know, if if you want the survivor table read, you can have it and it won't be your net. Yeah. You could just no, cast that's fine. me that's as fine. Ethan's that, I, I still think there should be a table read on, uh, like, uh, you feel like for you're net. trying to, like, get out of the table read. And say, I'm not oh, trying to get out. I'm not trying to get out of it. You just threw shade at 30 fans. I'm saying you can have, you know, you can have whatever you want. You you want to, if that's what, what you guys are up to, I'd say after Big Brother, like, if you want to repost 32 fan survivor brackets i will i will send you the link okay i feel like we're talking past each other that <laughs> i'm I w- joking no i, would, I understand what you're saying i, I'm I would like to do a sitcom table read <laughs> yes yeah no i'm on the on same page one robin and Keith can Keith I give you podcast one more non-sitcom suggestion that's that's sure timely, at least. sure uh hot bar hot soup bar stand says what about instead of watching the leprechaun movie this year which is the next thing we're about to talk about what about if we do a table read for the Leprechaun movie number three instead of watching it? I think uh, that's interesting, but I feel like that the uh, visual of the Leprechaun, I think, is probably yeah. most of the fun of the I Leprechaun I do think you film. playing the Leprechaun would be fun. I do think that's a I clever I'd idea. blow out my vocal cords to mm-hmm. do a 90-minute reading of the Leprechaun. True. Probably not that much dialogue compared, you know, probably mm-hmm. much closer to a sitcom. Than a lot of exposition, I think. In the, like, I think it's you want to see the Leprechaun doing creepy things. And, and it true, probably true, true. sounds cooler on the page than it does when uh, the Leprechaun leprechaun is filling a guy's stomach up with gold doubloons mm-hmm. until his stomach explodes i think you want are to see you, that yeah are you married to the first lady of podcasting the first lady of podcasting and the idea of the big bang theory table raid should it doesn't have to be the big read? bang theory i think it could be so anything. should we keep going for one more week get a couple ideas sure. and then next week we'll lock it in sure okay but i'm not pushing off this idea i actually do like it i've i've, oh, I've come around to the idea Okay. Um, but I, I don't know if we've a hundred percent nailed which show to do yet. I, so agree. I, I think I we'll, agree. we'll give it a week. Um, okay. okay, fine. Now, speaking of Leprechaun, it is already halfway through October. Would your wife listen to the Big Bang Theory table read? As oh, a, that's a great question. That's a, do you, I wonder if we could get her for the Kaylee Cuoco role, <laughs> or uh, I wonder could she be like the laugh track? Oh, okay. Well, there wouldn't be a lot of laughing going on. Uh, maybe, she, maybe she'd be more Mayan Bialik. She is like uh, she was taken. Hmm. Um, yeah. All right, so so Leprechaun, we've watched for people who don't know for for uh, for Johnny Come Lately's. Maybe they're only here for Bryce. Mm-hmm. We watch one of our few traditions on this podcast is yes. every October we watch a Leprechaun movie. In 2018, we watched Leprechaun One with Jennifer Aniston. 2019, we watched Leprechaun Two, and now this year it's October. We always watch it right around Halloween. Mm-hmm. We're up to Leprechaun Three. Yeah, but the question is, do we? Wheel Jam, which is for people who are uneducated about about the inner workings of her nap, add extra spots to the wheel for Leprechaun Three. It's Leprechaun Three in Vegas, uh, mm-hmm. a directed a directed VHS uh, film that I'm sure is incredible. Uh, next next year, I'm oh, it very did not excited have about a Leprechaun theatrical 4. release. It, Leprechaun Three, it did not, it yeah. did not, but it was uh, the highest grossing direct to video film of 1995, so it was not a flop. Uh, Leprechaun Four next year, I'm already excited about it. It's Leprechaun, Leprechaun should have been in the freak ba- uh, bracket. I guess he could have. I don't know if Bryce, like, we would have had to really, uh, I don't know if, he, like, he was a little young, as he pointed out. I'm not sure if he was around. He's familiar with the Leprechaun franchise, I'm sure. Okay. Um, 
so what do you want to do here? Leprechaun 3. I do like our traditions. I don't yes. want to break the traditions. Yes. I feel like that 2020 was enough of a spooky year. I don't think we need mm-hmm. to wheel jam in Leprechaun 3. Wow. So you want to break the tradition? Yeah. I think I, I think that, as you have said on many occasions, the wheel is dummy thick right now. I, I don't think we need to stop down to do a Leprechaun 3 this month. I don't know when we would do it also, unless... Um, you know, to have it come up on the on the wheel. Uh, also, just scheduling wise, that I think we are going to need to take a either uh, either I'll give you the choice of take a week a week off or have a fill in host for me for the not next weekend uh, but the weekend after because I have to go to my brother's wedding. So I think we're just running out of time in October. What do you think about this fill in host? Do it? Can I? Can we like have some sort of? What if, what if next week's episode is Akiva picks a fill-in host for the for two weeks from now? <laughs> well, I thought that that was uh, either what uh, Third Wheel Zach was uh, on stand. Oh, so it would be me it. and Zach. You're saying, yeah, that is true. That is what Zach is here for. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's the week to talk about Leprechaun Three then. Potentially, I would so hate to miss it. it. Yeah, well, you just said you actually do want to miss Leprechaun Three. Would you I, listen I, I, if look, it was I, me and I Zach? Ha- I wish, sir. I certainly would. Mm-hmm. I mean, I listen to a lot of your other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let alone the ones uh, I co-host. Okay. I mean, we don't have to decide now because it's not really Halloween till next week. So we don't mm-hmm. have to. And 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 you're and you're yes. you're going away in two weeks. So we don't have to make this decision now. We can make it on next week's episode. But it's new information for me. I don't yeah. know. Yes. So I don't know if I would devote an episode to it. Like I would hate to wheel jam it. But maybe could we do like a bonus episode? Is that is that a possibility? Like could we record it sort of like outside of the structure of Robin and Keeping a podcast? Yeah, or we could bank it as like bonus and it's not even on the wheel and then we'll sort like, of release instance, that instead of what if we release that when you're away? Like we yeah, do, do next we have week. a supplemental that it's not like I don't want to put it through the wheel, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I would record a Leprechaun 3 movie recap with you and then release it on the weekend that we don't have a proper episode. Is it in the Renap feed? I think it has to be. It's in, of course. Yeah, OK. Yeah, I would do that. Are people going to get mad that now we're recording episodes sort of out of pocket? I don't know. That's a it, so maybe. But should this be it's a poll not question? An official Renap episode. Yes. Yeah, we could have it, a poll question. <laughs> right. Right. This is a Robin Akiva After Dark Leprechaun mm-hmm. Three. All right. Fine. I like this idea. Um. Okay. So we can we can solve that riddle next week or or offline. Leprechaun loves uh, riddles. Yeah, he does. He does. That was. Uh... All right. We got a few minutes left. Let me give you very quick some some quick ideas, and then we could spin the wheel. Okay. Okay. Tzvi says other spooky ideas. What about the new Adam Sandler Netflix movie called You Be Halloween? Yes, yes. Uh, that's a good idea also. Again, I don't want to put it into the crappy movie diaper. I mean, should that be part of... <laughs> should that be well, part I think it's of... the scary movie cauldron right now. Yes. Oh, oh is it? Okay, so, uh, okay, fine. Put You Be Halloween in the scary movie cauldron if, that, okay. if, the, if the crappy movie diaper comes up. Okay. Um, here's, here's one more idea. This is from Lockie. Yeah, it's called wheel. Me- it's a wheel mechanism, not a not a episode pitch called the fast track. Lucky okay. had an I- idea that would add higher stakes to the mailbag. The fast track mechanism would take up a spot on the wheel every week, and if it comes up, you must select one of the ideas that were presented in that week's mailbag, whether it was promoted to the wheel or not. This could work out well and allow you to fast track an idea you're excited about. However, the challenge would come in an idea with less good a, a week with less good ideas. Um, it would be fun, he thinks, because it would be something that we might be rooting against, or some weeks we'd be rooting for. The fast track. 
Should we mm. add the fast track? Do you track? like I that? We don't have to do it right do now. Do you like that conceit? I do think it's interesting. In general, I, this is like, if you want to get inside my weird brain, I like for a, a wheel idea to earn its pinstripes. Like, I don't like when an idea we put on the wheel and the next week gets picked. I like the, you know, the Royal Rumble is the good example. Like, that took mm-hmm. like seven months on the wheel for it to come up. Yeah. And sometimes um, the, uh, things need a little bit more prep. Yes, uh, they might not be ready. Like, I, I don't know, like, what's the upside here? Like, what's the best case scenario? Right. This is track? just us, like, screwing ourselves over for the sake of being. But it's interesting. It, it makes the it wheel spin a little more dramatic. And I think it would be a good mailbag segment, potentially, but also mm-hmm. sets the stage for potentially a subpar episode the following week. But we could also do it once. Like, it doesn't have to be a permanent thing. It could be a one-time fast track yeah I but would it, like it does to add high because yeah. some discussion about the fast track uh okay. the, the, pro, the pros and cons of fast track you you also need like it does it maybe has me like sort of hey i'm gonna save one idea that i know isn't complete garbage mm-hmm. for next week so then yeah. i could you know but also the mailbag comes before you the fast track gets picked so some weeks there's just not a lot to play with and then you're then you're trapped yeah okay i would like um, to see maybe a reddit thread uh with the pros mm-hmm. and cons of the fast track Okay. Can I give Maybe you an idea that I had that came out of today's discussion? Yes, please. Okay. Robin Akiva advertise. And okay. this was out of the okay, Joe Exotic took out an ad on ABC TV. In this episode, mm-hmm. we get pitches from the listeners of mm-hmm. the best use of a small advertising budget. Where could we be putting a mm-hmm. small advertising budget to the greatest effect? I would want to hear pitches from the listeners of where we could be putting a couple of, you know, maybe a couple hundred dollars of advertising money for Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. And what would be the most interesting, unique, and powerful places? to advertise this podcast i like it um i do think like oh so the most basic idea is like just on another facebook podcast ads. right yeah facebook ads on another podcast some sort of seo thing um i do like like which podcast would we, re- yeah, would we advertise yeah I, I think on? that it would be and then with like, like it, cut it the, would be cut specifically the on a like uh i think that you should advertise on this specific podcast and i've mm-hmm. I, you know that i know that you know for two hundred dollars, they will make an episode sponsored by Robin Akiva. Mm-hmm. I like it. You, I'm up, so I can make a form this week and get ideas. Is it interesting? Or it's like, hey, my uh, my uncle owns a diner, and they'll name a sandwich after you. Uh, okay, that would be co- cool too. I'm up for that because I think the most practical is obviously just advertising another podcast because those are podcast listeners. Mm-hmm. I think you know that or Facebook ads, which is obviously very boring. Like. Like, but yeah, I do like the idea. What of if we I want to know, sandwich. yeah, is the mm-hmm. that like, will convert zero absurd. listeners. To be well, fair. well, I, I want to know, like, uh, did you know that for a hundred and ten dollars that you can get uh, on the top of a Las Vegas taxi that you know makes mm-hmm. uh, nineteen trips to the airport every day? Like, oh, yeah, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, no, I'm up for that. I do like the idea. Um, I mean, are we going to go funny or practical? But I guess we could decide that on the, on the show. Like, did you know that for $191, you can run an AM radio ad in this market? Like, uh, I bet you could, yeah. So, I don't know. We're about this- a Super Bowl commercial, and we have listeners chip in. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. I, feel like- oh, I like it. I, and, I don't know if it's a if mm-hmm. it's a home run, but I think that there would I be like some it. No, I like discussion. it. I, yeah. I, can, I can make a form this week, see what we got. Um, 
And then one more, just because it's uh, time sensitive. Giovanni says, what about Rob Talks Ghostbusters to Akiva? I've never watched the Ghostbusters films. In a sequel uh, to Rob talking Star Wars to Akiva, Rob can tell Akiva about Ghostbusters 1 and 2. He can give out fake details about both movies, and Akiva gets them right. Uh, you know, he has some sort of game planned out. Hmm. Are you interested in the Ghostbusters films? I'm interested in the do Ghostbusters films. Do you films, like them? Are you familiar with yeah, them? Yeah, I don't know necessarily if a, a retelling of the Ghostbusters is mm-hmm. you know, going to be as... Uh, you know, uh, iconic as the Star Wars uh, nostalgia and legacy. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a couple pegs down. Okay. All right. Uh, let's talk about what's on the wheel. Okay. Season mm-hmm. three, episode seven, the coin flip, the the spooky movie cauldron, people's mm-hmm. choice. Freakiest Freak has been taken off the wheel. Price is right. PR firm, choose your Renap venture, the viral challenge tournament, Shark Week. I've been advertising uh, Shark Tank on the uh, main podcast and the podcast mm-hmm. proper, uh, returning next week. Uh, spinoffs are trash. Rob Nakiva invent a game show. Uh, Rob Nakiva spice up their live. Place your bets. Renap X. The musical is on the wheel now, correct? Wow. Yes. Okay. And now the Corey B show, which is ineligible for this. The Corey B show. Yes. Okay. Yes, Corey B. All right. Let's uh, see what's coming up for episode number one. Oh, four. Okay. Big spin. And, wow, Akiva, you are not going to believe this. What What luck we have. Next week's episode is Robin, you have a musical. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. How about that? Did it earn its pinstripes, though? I don't know. We'll see. So next week, (laughs) we will hear... The musical that Jason Curtis Rivera has been Broadway is closed till May of 2021, but mm-hmm. the only original off-Broadway production coming mm-hmm. soon is Robin Akiva Need a Musical. Well, I'm excited. I, I, this is the episode I know the least about. I couldn't tell you one person that's in it. Mm-hmm. There have been no leaks. Yeah. Even Nini leaks. Nini. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Uh, I'm very excited. It seems like you put a lot of work into it. So yes. I'm very excited to have JCR on next week. And we're going to listen to the musical and we'll live react with him and talk to him. And I'm sure he'll stay for the mailbag. Yeah, so we, we will listen to the musical and then we will come on and have uh, Jason Curtis Rivera for the mailbag. Correct? Yes. That also might be a good week to do that double down and maybe do the because there's not a ton of work for that other than listening, which we could do beforehand. Yes. And so that then maybe we, is a shorter record and then maybe we watch a movie or something. Yes. We can also get in uh, Leprechaun 3. If the listeners allow it. Yes. Okay. All right. Akiva, anything else? You want to plug uh, all your other podcasts? Sure. 32 fans. I got uh, football happening tomorrow. I was, you know, I came back from the Jewish holiday. I was hoping the Jets game was canceled, but it was uh, ended up being a false positive COVID test. Mm-hmm. So sadly, Jets are going to get annihilated yeah, by I the Cardinals. Even that, worse. Uh, Jets' uh, week being canceled was kind of best case scenario. but uh, Absolutely. Um, even worse will be if Joe Flacco plays well and they beat the Cardinals. Oh, I, then we realize it's I, I Sam posted Darnold. on WhatsApp that that's my nightmare scenario yeah. this week. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm jacking your take. I'm sorry. Uh, from Set our WhatsApp the franchise group. back think... five years if the Jets yeah. uh, beat the Cardinals. <laughs> that would be terrible. Um, how about this for a plug? First of all, NGOG, we had, a, we had a fun episode last week. This is our last guestless episode before we have a, a solid uh, array of guests coming through, starting with episode nine or ten, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh so that was fun as rob said i was uncomfortable talking about what well, maybe the more uh sort of relationship and and romance based episode of uh of of this show new girl uh did i i sounded uncomfortable okay 
It's also because Allie always like the whole time just talks about how much older I am than her. And, you know. Yeah, you don't I'm like that like, on I'm a like podcast? I'm like her dad or yeah. older brother. Yeah, you don't like that? <laughs> so, um, but how about this for a plug also? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob and Akiva, by the time you hear this, I don't know if, if, if you missed it, you'll, you could probably watch it on Twitch. We are playing a video game together tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. We're playing Among, uh, Us. Among Us on Puyas, new uh, Twitch stream. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's me. It's you. It's Liana, his buddy. Mm-hmm. His roommate. It's, uh, his roommate. Uh, Jenny and Phil. Yeah. Taryn. Yeah. Brian Scally. A lot, a lot of, a lot of big names. A-list Allie. podcast talent. Yeah. A-listers. Yeah. So, be uh, so that's gonna that. be exciting. I do not know the game. I'm probably going to be tenth out of tenth with a bullet. I wish he had like invited a baby on or something, like <laughs> someone I could just be better than. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to spend some time tomorrow learning that game. I but believe yeah, also Jordan Kalish is there. No. Ah, at Jordan Kalish, yes. Uh, last day, but not least, Jordan. Another morning, another bagel. Yeah. yeah, but most of those people have played the game, and some of those are like very good, like Ali, Taryn. Yeah, they're very yeah. good at games. I'm not good at games. Yeah, that's true. But uh, you are fun to have around on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, sure. happy to hear that you're going to be there. Well, I get to talk to you two days in a row. Mm-hmm. What a treat! I'll have the and also, I was very happy to hear this week that I was announced as your uh, most important Gentile. Yeah, well, Sam Darnold was the most important Gentile in my life. Clearly, he's not anymore. Maybe he could become Joe Flacco this week. You could be. You could be uh, usurped. But probably yeah. not. Um, I've had yeah, a better yeah, couple my, of years than he has. My. Uh, my BGF, my best Gentile friend, yeah, for sure. I'll take it. That means a lot to me. I really appreciate that. Well, you're you're welcome. Yes. Okay. Um. All right. I, this I is mean, fun. I'm Speaking probably of... like. Uh, am I am I in the top thirty overall though? What is this new girl old guy where we rank our our friend groups every week? Uh, <laughs> I I have no other friends that uh, I feel like. Yeah. That, you know that this you're is... saying I'm definitely in your this, top this, thirty. You're, Easy. Oh, you're in my top three. I'm a I'm the NOJ. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> So it's, well, just, know, Josh, it's, it's, it's just dis- it's just disproportionate. Sure, sure, sure. Well, I guess all your friends are sort of Jewish adjacent for the most part. Someone did no, tweet no, this you're, week. You're is top, Rob's sister Nina? You're top three I overall. I understand. Not, yeah. I understand. I'm yeah. on it. Yeah. Um. Someone tweeted this week. I believe it was Wolf from America's uh, his buddy. Yeah. Um. It, it is Rob's sister Nino Jewish? And I think a lot of people were like, he just the, the Italian energy and the Jewish energy. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, I don't know how to answer that because I don't know what, what what answer she was hoping for uh, there. But yeah, uh, I believe she is Jewish. So yes. I, I, um, okay. well, <laughs> that really, I, I, I got to uh, jump off. But uh, mm-hmm. re- just real real quick that uh, I was flying with Nicole on mm-hmm. Christmas Day in like 2005 or six when we uh, like it was one of the first years we were out here and. I think it was 2006, and not that that's important. And uh, we were on a, a like a you know a plane, and the plane's completely full. And you know a rabbi is on the plane, and he's uh, comes over and he's talking to me, and he's like uh, super friendly. And then he asks me, "Are you Jewish?" And I said, "No." And he just and did not say one other word. Just walked away from me. Yeah, I think he wanted to put filling on you. He wanted you to like do the morning prayer. It's like what happened? Like, we were good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. He was trying to, he was trying to, uh, yeah. We got to run. Right. Take it away, Chester. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. Bye. Here come your man in black. Won't let you remember. All right, check it. Let me tell you this in closing. Although it might seem imposing, but trust me, if we ever show in your section, believe me, it's for your own protection. Because we see things that you need not see, and we be places that you need not be. So go with your life, look at the Roswell crap, show love to the black suit, cause that's the man in, that's the man in. Here come the man in black, here they come, galaxy defenders.
Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.